Stieg's The Final Frontier. These are the words of Stiegcast episode 6 in an attempt to explore strange new subjects, to seek out new interests and new topics of conversation, to boldly speak about things that no man or woman's 2019 now <laughs> have spoke about before. Ready all nacelles and raise all shields, for we are about to warp deep, Space Nine, into, <laughs> into the probably already explored corners of Star Trek. Jumping from series to series, captain to captain, bartender to bartender, there'll be so many stones still left unturned because the universe is just too fucking massive to get through. Joining us on our deep, Space Nine, Voyage Er or Enterprise and Discovery, with possible predictions of what's to come, or the next generation, are... To my left, yeah, Richard, <laughs> uh, Ensign uh, Rich, Ensign <clears throat> Rich, yeah. I'm Gene Jenkins. I'm not to the left. Pasaducci. I'm Gareth O'Bara. Engage. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I just go back to something you said? They didn't have women before 2019, did they? No, they did. They just didn't have rights. Was um, that too much already? I don't know. <laughs> a female captain in Star Trek in this quadrant. <laughs> in fact, in the in the Kirk one, uh, I think it's the first episode or second one. There's a woman that walks onto the bridge, and Kirk's just like dumbfounded and like, "Oh, what's wrong, Captain? Oh, nothing. I'm just not used to seeing a woman on the bridge." Don't they <laughs> have that? Like, isn't there that? Isn't there one of their comms or engineers a, wo- a woman? Ah, uh, yeah, a black lady. Uh, uh, can't even think of a name. Uh, Ahura. Ahura. That's it. Isn't she not in the original? Uh, that wasn't that the first interracial kiss on television as it well. It was indeed. It yes. actually really? was. Yeah, yeah. actually was. Ooh. It's a big deal. Very spicy. Yep, 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 yep. Very jalapeno. And for all his womanizing ways, in the episode where. It's uh, shows who he loves deeply the most uh, is her that actually crops up but he, ne- he never really flirts with her like. I thought you were going to say himself <laughs> <laughs> yeah his evil side uh, yes. alternate ending to Star Trek 5 Shatner is God I believe it so I think a good place to start will be the slap happy lizard beating womanizing Captain James Tiberius Kirk captain of the Star Trek Enterprise during the first recorded voyages this, of course, is ignoring Captain Pike for a moment because Discovery will, well, he'll do a full loop on that. We don't really want to step on his toes. Uh, 34, Kirky Boy was the first captain at Starfleet. He's a top ignorer of the Prime Directive and was involved in 17 temporal violations during his career. Safe to say he didn't give a bloody fuck. Jesus. Christ. He still made it all the way to Captain or Admiral or whatever. Fair play to him. Yeah. Was there Admiral he got to? By the end of the films, he was Admiral. Oh, he demoted God. back to Captain at the end, but he was Admiral at one point. Is that why you put on the, the gut? He's <laughs> a desk job. <laughs> it was a comic book guy in The Simpsons, isn't it? Where he's, uh, he's got the, is the corset on, and then he's going, I'm Kirk in the original in the original series. And then he just goes through the films as he gets fatter and fatter and fatter <laughs> and fatter. And then he's like, Boston Legal at the end. Uh. That working phase. It's one of the Halloween episodes yeah. when he has that working phase. Then it's like it was fired only once to stop William Shatner from making another album. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I totally forgot that he went off and done his own. Uh, he, he covered common people. His common people is cracking. It fairness. is actually it's really, really good. good. And uh, his Rocket Man as well. Is that the Rocket Man. Yeah, yeah. That one is brilliant. He's got the video of everything when he's like smoking the fire. Did, did he? Did he cover Smells Like Teen Spirit as well? Oh jeez. Sure. Or am I thinking of someone else? I might be thinking that's something else. He did a collaboration album with Henry Rollins where Henry Rollins does all the drums. Oh, what's that song? I can't get behind that. (laughs) I can't get behind a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. He done Iron Man as well by Black Sabbath. 
terrible song, terrible cover. I am Iron Man. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't. It was like that. It wasn't like that. Rock it, man. Well, he was a guest. Rocket man. He was guest star or guest. I think general manager on an episode of WWE Raw. You know the wrestling show. And I think he'd done entrance, like wrestlers' entrance theme music in his style. <laughs> was it meant to be Wasn't funny, do you think? The Rock oh, Man. Yeah. yeah. It's not, you know, tongue in cheek, like. Yeah. Bloody Ops only. Uh, for the time of release, though, the show seemed to, like, center around the advancement of human technology and, explo- you know, like, just exploring something that people never thought was possible before. It had the simple message of a dream that pushed us into a utopian future full of diversity and ethical choices. I think that's a lot of our Star Trek as a whole kind of centers around is the like philosophy and the ethical choices that everyone's got to make and be nice to everyone. I associate that mostly with Picard, though. You know, mm. mulling over an ethical choice. Yeah, I've, I've totally never Picard. Really, totally, never yeah. really watched the original series, though. I'll be honest with you. All it's, of them have kind of got that underlying tone. The original series is hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it really Nowadays. is. Yeah, just that noise that's going in the background all the time. Like, People would probably get offended though as well by. Is it? Yeah. He'd probably get offended by the original series a lot now because he's kept a bit of a, like a womanizer kind of thing. Yeah. Damn it, woman. Yeah. Just... You don't want to be wearing a red shirt as well in the original. It's not <laughs> no. something you want to be doing. Like, no. So the red shirts are the yellow shirts going forward then. They all die, the red shirt ones. More or less. Basically, there'll be one episode and there'll be a guy who's... Um, Never seen Very, him before. N- never seen him before, but suddenly he becomes really prominent, and everyone's like, "Oh, hey, Gary, you know how are you doing?" Like, and it's like, you know, like if he's always been there, Ooh, and, then, Gary. and then he dies, and then everyone's obviously really upset, or you know, or it, it becomes part of the storyline. Um, it's just it's an ongoing. If anyone gets blasted, it's like a trainee or an engineer or something, isn't it? It's never like no, no, exactly, exactly. It's, it's never ends in um, damn it. Moving forward, though, uh, Tasha Yar um, is the, like the only central kind of character who does actually die in uh, Next Gen, at least. Dax? Does she see what, what that is? Where Jadzia dies. Darmok. And Chalard. Darmok. I got a little bit on that later on, actually. <laughs> Had to slide down on him. So, yeah, I don't really know much about the original Star Trek, so I'm just going to chip in every now and then. I don't think there's that much to say, really. It's just just showing what humans can do i think yeah. can i just be really novice and ask how many how many series of the of the original was there was it three i watched three of them it got cancelled didn't it did it i know a last story i know i'm aware of that story there was a, a camp a literal campaign to to get it back and stuff wasn't it? i, I almost, watched a documentary on it they almost brought it back at one point instead of turning it into a movie franchise it was called star trek phase two and never Ooh. came out in fact the plot of one of the episodes was uh expanded into the first film Really? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, how many C- how many seasons are there, though? Three, I think. I think there is just the three. It's a really short season. Like, I was expecting it to uh, to go on for a bit longer. But it fucking yeah. died. But I, I, I think James got a kind of... A James, first name uh, basis. <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> I think he's got a kind of a bad rep as a womanizer. But I got a massive paragraph, but I'm not going to fucking read all that. But... Every time he's like flirting with a woman, this seems to get information for the ship. I don't think he shags that many uh, like Orion Slade girls. He ain't no uh, William Riker. He's no Riker. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ahura. I can't remember. What was her name? Ahura? Ahura. Ahura. Yeah. You don't I, I think know she's me. The, the, the apple of uh, of his fucking eye. Like. 
I think some of the, the, the my favourite parts are the, the back and forth between McCoy and Spock. They're the best, like, and just Bones in general is awesome. McCoy, I find he's really hot headed, isn't he? Yeah, he has no patience for anybody. Yeah, I remember that much. And then Spock's like cool as fuck. Mm. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. <laughs> she says. <laughs> was Scotty always in it? Or was he like a comic relief character until well she replaced him? Well, she. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Scotty way. seems to kind of uh, talk through his teeth. Have you noticed that? Did you watch the originals? Sure. He's, he's always a bit like that. Oh, always gritted. So kind of. Always, yeah, always, always, no, no, I know. Yeah, I know. Angry, I know. smiling all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it's I one of the films he's just walking along and he hits his head on a pipe on the fucking ceiling and he just knocks it. What film is that? Yeah, um, it's just like, what? why is this a scene? <laughs> it's just like... And it's just doing. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that the one with the, the, the uh, flying boots with Spark? Isn't it that one? I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. They all kind of blur into one. Yeah, it was only I when I went through the films earlier to prepare for this that I remembered a lot of key plots and stuff. Um, but I, I, I don't remember what film that was from. I, that wasn't important enough to be put in any plot summary for any of the films. I just wondered why they choose to include it. I can't remember why it, it was important to include that in the film. <laughs> or maybe it's just a comedy moment. Who knows? Hmm. Yeah. Classic Scotty. Aye. Should, uh, should budge on to Archer? Is it, was, has anyone got any... Uh... Archer's a great TV show. I can't wait for the next <laughs> season to come back. The degenerates. Uh, I haven't seen any of the new seasons of Archer. It's been ages since I've seen Archer. It was like, uh, they're basically in his mind at the minute, I think. Are they still there? I think so. Is he in a coma or something? Is he? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I found it entertaining. Lana! <laughs> Sorry. I I it lost me at the parrot episode. I like the the vice with the coke. Oh, the vice was brilliant. That was the best season. Yeah. That was definitely. She makes a plastic cast out of cocaine, and she's just fucking <laughs> off her nut. Like, I think I left Archer when they're on that like, pirate island or something. That's still in the first season. Isn't yeah, it? that's really early on. That's before Vice, isn't it? Yeah, this isn't the first season. It's like season that- four, five. It's where it was quite far in. Like, he's got the captain with the the fucking plane that lands on the sea. I don't know. <laughs> well, they can't use idioms. Uh, I, I haven't. I haven't watched it for a while. So is is Archer? Bef- isn't Archer before Kirk? For Archer was like the first. Like, yeah, prototype, yeah. All the way at the beginning. Yeah, I, Chron- I, chronologically. I was gonna put him in some sort of order, but I, I thought, fuck it. <laughs> not a problem. Not an issue. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, where do the films come in? Have we? Uh, do we need to gloss over any films right um, now? I thought you do. We were doing it chronologically so i was gonna pop a few films in after way, kirk right? but whatever i'm oh, easy fair. uh yeah the archer archer and his crew were the first ones to take the enterprise out on his voyage mission uh, his maiden uh maiden goal but they didn't have the things that captain seemed to take for granted a later date like uh the the, the teleporters and the holograms and all that shit and it was kind of just fun seeing how they worked around that with, you know, just landing shuttle pods and fucking... They had a translator woman, which I can't fucking uh, she's remember Asian, her name. She? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of her name. Hiroshi? I want to say Hiroshi. They had that redneck, like, engineer as well. Yeah. He's an engineer. Yeah. He, just, he, was like, he was like George Bush was president. He was like, hey, put, my, put me in there. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually like... The, Possibly the best character in that show, though. I so yeah, he's, have you he seen the comic relief? Have you seen it all the way to the end? Yeah, is, isn't he killed off unnecessarily in the last episode? Yes, yeah, dramatic effect because I think they knew that he was the one that everyone kind of liked in the show, and the only redeeming feature. Of it. Can you explain that finale to me? 
because I know it somehow involves the next generation cast, and I have no clue. I wish I could, man. <laughs> totally fucking like Isn't it Riker in the holodeck? Yes. Isn't that with it's something like that, and it's like. Or Enterprise. What a middle finger oh, to the fans. Yeah. Shit, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen him in fucking ages, but that's ringing a bell, like. Big time. A lot of people are very angry about that on the internet. Really? Did you look into that? Sorry? Did you look into that? The fact. I did, yeah. Are, uh... I did. I thought, well, that's a really shit way to end it. As like a dream or whatever it's not a dream being like a holodeck simulation which it isn't he, he was just reliving that to consult on his decisions in the future but it was like a really cheap way of shoehorning shoehorning rather um a couple of next gen characters into that for like literally no reason whatsoever at all i haven't seen it i i think when they brought like the nazi aliens into it that was kind of when oh, i was it like d- it does go bad <laughs> really bad like it was a struggle to watch oh to yeah. Paul, kind of uh, the mm-hmm. the decontamination sequences. Has anyone seen it? She's got a lot of side boob on the go on there. It's quite, <laughs> pretty good. Like she had that like Beatles haircut as well. Yeah, that was kind of rocked yeah. it though, which was not for the old Ringo look. Yeah, exactly. On the Tommy <laughs> Wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think generally it's not regarded very highly as an enterprise. Because the theme tune was shit, and I think that was the main selling point. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, really to, really to most there. people. America's going to war. We need we need a patriotic space yeah, fleet. Yeah. That's one one C two, two series. Uh, space wars four, I think. Four. I no think way. It was, was Enterprise four. Four. It was four. It was four. I believe. Do you Seriously. Know, do you know why it had that theme song or that style of theme song? Like a Nickelback type of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you say nine eleven? <laughs> did more or less right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's uh, after that they they were America went really patriotic yeah, it was and mega patriotic. Every TV kind of show of that time had this like really sort of. Freedom. Freedom sound. Freedom. And it's just like, ugh. It's like, you know, this is a sci-fi show. <laughs> you really don't need that in there. Like. They're bringing freedom to all those planets, man. Yeah. Is, it, is it kind of disowned a little bit, that show? Because, I mean, uh, yeah. it, it's terrible. I, 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 I didn't even last a full thing of it. It's my, it's my dad's favourite Star Trek. No way. Yeah. He said that that was his favourite one out of all of them. Any reason why? Yeah, that's he, a very good question. He just, <laughs> he just enjoyed the story. Yeah, yeah. He just. Mind you, he likes Quantum Leap though, doesn't he? So yeah. I mean, it kind of. Yeah, he's he's a big Quantum Leap fan. I think and that's he, what it was. Yeah. was. That was the selling point. I'm not yeah. putting those two things together, man. What, the, what were you? Uh, Captain Archer is the same guy who played the lead in uh, Quantum Leap. Quantum <laughs> Leap, yeah. Yeah. Same, the, same block. The time I didn't know travel. That. I thought you were on mobile. But, uh, nah. No, okay, no, no, no. He does. My dad does watch a lot of shit sci-fi. <laughs> I mean, a lot. But yeah, do you think of Farscape? Oh, yeah, I love Farscape. Oh, Farscape's awesome. Yeah, that was a great show, that was. I know, I'm watching What about uh, Babylon 5, son? Babylon. Babylon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if he's watched Babylon 5. You can't can't say you've watched a lot of shit sites if you've not watched Babylon. (laughs) Probably has. R forward slash gatekeeping beer. I've never seen Babylon 5, but it, it looks fucking <laughs> atrocious. Does it look you know, bad? I hear it's really good. I, like, just, the, it, they all got those like, prosthetic faces. Mm. Oh, I talk about terrible 90s sci fi space precinct. That was good, that was. Um, I loved it when I was a kid, but I, I can't really remember. Yeah, it. Jerry Anderson's space precinct. It got cancelled. No, it was good, it? yeah, I enjoyed canceled. that. Yeah, it got no, a three eyed woman on it, didn't it? An eye in a forehead. Well, it's a race of Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Space Precinct A. So are I you gonna? That. I don't know that show. Ah, it's. Uh, I be young with respect. I, I like. I was really little when I, I was, was a nipper. So yeah. Yeah, 
I was like, I would have, I would have been, I would have, I would have been, um, maybe we're eight or nine or something, and I was out. I wasn't born then, but no, I'm joking. Basically, but, uh, it was a police in space. Oh, space, oh, space force. No, it's good. I like that. <laughs> Donald Trump's on. Space force. Yeah. <laughs> I kept saying space wars just now. It's space force, is it? Space yeah, force. Yeah. Keep the Chinese out of space. <laughs> <laughs> you went into a golden <laughs> cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cooper <laughs> is, uh, is is not the dumb thing. Was good as well. Flying tankers. Oh, oh yeah, tankers. just dumping like flying water. Maybe they could use flying water tankers. I like, I like how he was uh, like, maybe flying water tanks was thought. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? That was like proper Frankie Boyle then, man. Even the way you looked at maybe flying water tankers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can't. Um, fucking shoot it like. <sighs> To be fair, though, they're not a damn thing. Surprising how little damage there is. Well, considering it's made out of stone, I guess. But there's just, you see this one thing on Reddit, like of the cross being undamaged, and someone was like, "Can you believe the cross is undamaged? It's a miracle of God. How can you deny God?" And then someone like posts the melting points of like <laughs> gold, gold versus wood. <laughs> it's just like okay. Yeah, uh, I lolled. I lolled hard. I lolled uh, so hard. So where, where are we going next on our bold adventure? Have you mentioned Good Night Sweetheart yet? Uh, I did when you said... Um, oh, of course you did, yeah. When you said the, uh, one of the like trainees or whatever was called Gary, I was like, oh, maybe he's gone forward in time. Oh, Gary. Speaking that's of time travel. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Technically, Good Night Sweetheart is a sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't say it's not. I think that's very loose. Very loose. What about what about um, the butterfly effect or the Notebook? They aren't sci-fi. They all include time travel. Notebook is a classic sci-fi film. What do you want about? <laughs> if something contains something which is the work of fictional science or doesn't exist, such as time travel, uh, space, stuff like that, is it actually classed as sci-fi if it is not directly within the sci-fi genre? You know what? That's a very good question. It is. Technically, going deeper. If I if I if I wrote a sci-fi romantic comedy, <laughs> would it still be a sci-fi? Well, yeah, because it's a sci-fi romantic comedy. Aye, but in sense of it, as it's not your traditional sci-fi, but it is. But, but, for, for example, it has elements. Of, well, I keep going back to Good Night Sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget it. It's just it's pretty much no, what, what, what Good Night Sweetheart is. It's a, a, a romantic comedy with science fiction elements of time travel. Uh, I don't know. I give up. I give up. I think it loses the sci-fi element because it doesn't go forward in time. It goes back in time. How does he get back to the present? Uh, there's it's, there's like a portal in like a street. Right. He can only go, he can only go back in time out. by going down this lane, and then he comes out somewhere in 1940. And only he, he works in a it. historical shop and uh, that sells like old antiques and wartime memorabilia. But he only stuff. bought right. that because that's where the portal is. Before then, I don't know. I can't remember how he finds the portal. Uh, it's going back I don't know I, by we'll that do logic another though, episode that by be. that logic Back to the Future 1 wouldn't be a sci-fi film I've never seen Back to the Future what no what what no. it's on all the time you've, you've lived to the stage you've lived to the stage you've never seen Back to the Future I've seen it on like telly like you know when Christmas day or whatever I'm sure you've seen enough parodies to get you through it yeah all that what's next, that hit cartoon next to be telling me he's never seen Zulu I've seen Zulu about 400 times because that's the type of film my dad would watch Zulu it's a British film Michael Caine is like you weren't supposed to blow the fucking spears or whatever I don't know (laughs) like not a Welshman in it the uh, the yeah, I, think, uh, I think that's why we watched it so much. Yeah. It was always on Christmas what was the, Day. What was the regiment Welsh called? guards or something? Uh, Welsh guards. Yeah. Uh, the... Was it Welsh guard? 
Can't remember the name of the regiment now. I don't feel sorry for anyone. Borderliers or something. That's very or, unpatriotic um, because you know they were like um, well, Black Adam makes a joke about it in Black Adam Goes Forth when they're about to go over the top and all get obliterated by German guns. I'll fire. have a cunning plan. He goes. I wish we were fighting real wars again, like we'd, when the opponents had like a sharpened piece of fruit or something. <laughs> and, like nah. that's what it was. They were literally just slaughtering, yeah, natives, like you know. And it's the Zulus, right for us. the Zulus, <laughs> yeah. uh, really give them a run for their money, you know. Considering yeah. they had like spears against yeah. like a ninety turn of the century army with guns, like that time America saw they could beat Vietnam. <laughs> oh, it's on the Viet Cong. Oh, the Vietnamese, I, I could talk for hours about the Vietnam awesome. War. Absolutely uh, terrible for the, the the American soldiers, obviously. Oh, well, and for a lot of Vietnamese people. Don't get me wrong. And the French, don't forget the French. Don't forget the French. Uh, but yeah, that's another. That's another full ballpark. That is, I think. Remember we were talking about Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that when like the war crimes actually become a thing though? That's that's when they introduced the term war crimes during the Vietnam War. I thought it was in World War One when they started using mustard, mustard gas. gas. Ah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. amazing how Tony Blair avoided all that shit. I thought he did by talking on subjects that are not World War Iraq. It um, wasn't me. <laughs> Slim Shady said to do it again. <laughs> Seemed like it was the Americans. Uh. Um. <laughs> Speaking of time travel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was worried that. Oh, that show with Nicholas oh, Jesus that was on, fucking uh... Christ! <laughs> uh, only fools. Yeah, that's the one. That one. Is that's that sci-fi? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Fucking the one. <laughs> Please proceed. <laughs> yeah, to Paul's like, no, nah, time travel don't exist. And then in Discovery, it does exist. There we go. Got it out. That's done. <laughs> what's your lot, there's a lot more to it. What's your, favorite, what's, your favorite, uh, what's your favorite Next Generation episode? I haven't no. got there yet. I'm does, about doesn't no. matter. Fucking beans. Doesn't matter. What's your favorite episode? Darmok um, Ultralat. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... No, no, actually, I've got... I, 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 son, we, we can move fast forward. That DVD moment, box set that has all the Q episodes on it. All right, my favourite uh, next-gen episodes are Picard's Flute, uh, which is the light inside, is that what it's called? Right. I don't and, know. And um, the one where Riker goes, fuck, uh, the inner light Picard's Flute, it's called in uh, Frame of Mind, where Riker... Well, if I was to ask you what's your favourite original <laughs> series... <laughs> answer, like, no, I'll, I'll answer. answer you, I'll answer you, but if I was to ask you your favourite original series episode, you wouldn't be able to tell me. None of you None of you can remember probably a specific episode the in the original series lizard. enough. Talos. Is that, is that the lizard episode? No, that's the the first pilot episode. I like the the tribbles or the tribbles. Oh, you call them. yeah, yeah, they they breathe. The balls. That's my favorite. Oh, one. Like, yeah, that's my favorite. Oh, one. And then they go back to that in Deep Space Nine. In Deep Space Nine, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's a cracking crossover. <laughs> this is yeah. the same franchise. It's like well, not a crossover, <laughs> but a crossover of, of what is this? A crossover episode? CD's like yeah, CD's not crossover. Really, yeah. <sighs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you off uh, my favorite episode as such because I. Of Star Trek, I just remember loads of moments rather than yeah. episodes. So it's not like, yeah, I can, I can't, I can't remember just full episodes and stuff. It's yeah. just moments. That's all I can remember. Okay, okay. In my adult life, I haven't watched Star Trek. I, my entire knowledge of Star Trek is my dad yeah, and same. watch it. So it's like I have these all this information in my head, but what episodes are in? Um, like, yeah, <laughs> what he <Yeah>. said. <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm in exact, exactly the same boat as Sean in that sense. So we've seen nearly all of it, but I just don't know where it all fits together. We'll stick with the original series then. If I mean, I mean, if we don't want to fast forward too much, but there's very little I can say on it. I'll be honest. I think we're halfway through Enterprise. (laughs) No, I know that, but (laughs) there's very little I can say on on Enterprise. 
The original CDs, uh, Discovery. I've never seen a single episode of Discovery. I'll just say should, that right should, now. You should get on Discovery. I've never you, seen a um, single episode. Have you got anything else to say with time travel? I feel like we still haven't addressed the time Basically, travel. Basically, there are loops back around to uh, Discovery and the... To Paul's like it doesn't exist, and then they're like, yeah, it does, and then Spock's like it doesn't exist, and he's like, yeah, it does. That's pretty they, much it. It's, it's Star Trek five or four. They literally go back in time to nineteen eighty six. That's the entire plot of the film. Spock is yeah, there. but it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake, it's not so, logical. Are they are they uh, uh, bla- uh, disowning that from the franchise? That uh, never no, happened. I don't think so. I think they still can on all of those films. So we to go through them, see if you remember any of them. So anyone see? Any? I know you haven't seen. Any. Ropes, I haven't seen any of them. So. Um, see, before we move forward on to the next gen and all the rest of it um, so after Kirk but before the Picard series there was the Kirk films it was like maybe like 10 years almost nearly before there was a big gap in between so there's a huge gap between yeah, scenes yeah, so yeah, there's 10 yeah, years yeah. between the original Star Trek and the first Star Trek film and then obviously when did when did uh, next gen start like early 90s I think 94 yeah. no 94 was Voyager Nin- a bit earlier than that no, ninety five. No, ninety four was Voyager. Voyager was late nineties because Voyager yeah. was after Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine. Deep Space right. Nine yeah. came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because ninety four was Star Trek Generations, the film, and that was towards yeah. the end of Picard's TV series. Yeah, because didn't uh, Deep Space Nine start in ninety six, ninety five, possibly? Voyager was ninety five. So Jesus, really? When, when was Deep Space Nine then? So yeah, a lot of these films are dismissed as being shite, but they are part of the Star Trek canon, and I think they are worth discussing. Uh, has anyone seen Star Trek, a motion picture, the original? Ninety three. I, th- I, I have seen. Deep it, Space Nine yeah. was ninety three. Deep Space Nine wow. was ninety three. Bloody hell! Color me surprised. So over next gen, and it's not look, is it? Late eighties then. Yeah, it must. So be. they were still pumping out these in Kirk films when they were making Jesus. Uh, so start September start Trek. 2018, according to Google. <laughs> I, think, I think I've typed something wrong there. So let me see if I can refresh you with the, the, the plot of Star Trek, the motion picture. Uh, so basically, there's an alien force rocked in towards Earth. Um, so this has the Enterprise uh, zipping back up, putting on their own uniforms, squeezing mm-hmm. the gut in, and ready like to Scotty. investigate. It, it turns out to be um, an entity called Vigar. What's his Vigar. What's his deal? What was he up uh, to? So he was uh, an old satellite which has developed consciousness. I don't think I've seen Star Trek 1, to be honest. Does this ring a bell to anyone? I thought I had, but I I, I don't remember it. I, I, my memory might be shit, though. The so. internet told me that it was the truest to Gene Roddenberry's, Roddenberry's oh, really? vision, and he directed it. Not directed it, but he wrote it. And um, it's Star Trek's answer to 2001 A Space Odyssey, and it was way too long and way too like out there, and everyone hated it. Oh. Um, yeah, so it was the only film to have any input from Gene Roddenberry himself before they took all creative control away <laughs> wow. from him forever, and then he died like ten years later. Oh yeah, cheers for you know this this really good idea of a TV show, but we're just going to leave you. We can't trust you with a fifty yeah. million pound movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Star Trek Two followed quickly after after the studio commissioned a much cheaper sequel, which turned out to be absolute uh, box office smash hit. Wrath of Khan, Star Trek Two. Mm. You've seen Wrath of Khan? I think that's the biggest... Um, Khan! I mean, yeah. it's, it's the most memorable moment. Khan! I think that's the biggest... Uh, biggest of them films, isn't it? Probably the most it is. popular it put, one. it put it back on the map, essentially. Yeah. Um, so Star yeah. Trek 2 through 3 and 4 was that same story from the Wrath of Khan because there yeah. were milk in it. Um, so yeah, um, so it's that. The Search for Spark, which is Star Trek 3, and The Voyage Home, Star Trek 4, are all part of that trilogy. 
Um, so Rafa Khan, 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 though, going back to that, was he... A, Khan! I, I haven't seen the films, as I said. Was he a Klingon? Was he... Uh, I think he was Noonien Sung's uh, yes. enhanced fucking... That, that's him. He's, that's it. You, you've got it on the head, because you would have seen that episode where they keep him on a planet or something. They cryogenically... What, him. Sung or Khan? That, that whatever that name is you said there. <laughs> Spiner, Khan, Brent Khan Spiner. Is, Khan is like um, a super human entity or something. But what was that name you just said? Noonien Sung. Yeah, that's him. That's Khan. That's not Khan. Sung isn't Khan. He comes back as Khan or some shit. Well, I, I Khan don't and him are the same For person, you're Really? I don't know. I thought it was Khan Noonien Sung. Because... No, I think he counts him as his father then, maybe. Oh, maybe. All right, okay. But there's definitely a connection there between them. Because Sung is in fucking Enterprise. Spiner is Data. He's in Enterprise. For a bit. I'm confused now. Sorry. Sansa. Lady Sansa. Lady Sansa. It's also time for me to tell you that my laptop is frozen and I can't... Nice to wear. Take it back to safety. <laughs> we missed your uh, little finger impressions last, last episode on The Hound, man. I know, Every I know, fucking... I'd have, to, uh, I'd have to re-edit that episode one day. My top-of-the-line uh, latitude has crapped out on me. Well, seeing as it's crapped out on you, should we go to a commercial break and hear from our sponsors? Yeah, Christ, let's do that. That's, that's a very good idea. Yeah, right. Christ. As you were... Welcome to Magic Mike's Motorcycle Emporium. They're all facts, and you've not got MOT or license. Come on down. We're next to the chippy on Malthus Road. Come get him for the scrap he does. Let me fucking tell you. Are you in a band? Are you dense as fuck? Then pay us to do what you can do yourself, you fucking numpty. Welcome to EBA Promotions. We will scab and undercut to get you only the best opening slots on gigs nobody could give a fuck about. Set up and manage your band camp for an inflating monthly fee. Sell you access to thousands of Facebook or Instagram fans. And most importantly, gain you distribution under the most popular streaming services. Guaranteeing you won't see a single fucking penny of royalties. If you're a musician who's too fucking stupid to use the fucking internet, give us a call or oh, actually we don't have a phone number <laughs> or an address just a facebook page because that's how real business is done these days remember ega promotional management hi everybody and welcome back we're on stcast episode six uh star trek special um so we've been joined by our special guest and professional dog arthur um or what I call him, Athero Sosego. But he goes by many names, has many faces. A dog has many faces. Do you want to say a few words? Hello, Arthur. Never seen us. He's very good. I think he's beyond... I think speaking is possibly beyond his his talents. He's a very talented (laughs) dog. Talking human language is not quite something he's he's mastered just yet. Um, So when we left, we were talking about Ratha Khan. Um, We were in two minds if we'd seen it or not. So let me quickly... Well, Raph of Khan is the one where Spock dies. Let's just put it that way. Spoiler. Massive spoiler, yeah. It's just like fucking 25 years old, if not older, 30 years. There might be someone who sat down thinking, do you know what, I've never seen Wrath of Khan, I'm going to sit down and I'm finally going to watch it right now. And then you've just, uh, yeah. So Spock basically fallout frees himself uh, in order to save the Enterprise in the final showdown with uh, Khan. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Oh, jeez. He seals himself in the warp chamber, whatever, and overrides it, and the radiation fries him, but they get to zoom out of a collapsing star system or some shit. Don't they redo that in the newer films? With uh, that fella, Chris Pine? Chris Pine? (laughs) Yeah. Who's the guy who got crushed by his own car? 
Oh, Chekhov, the guy who played Chekhov, wasn't it? Ah, poor damn. Right, Harvey, why don't we be 17? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, Run himself over. <laughs> Did he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, um, uh, so Wrath of Khan has further links with Fallout 3, or maybe Fallout 3 just ripped off um, Wrath of Khan, um, is because both plots are based around an experimental terraforming device. Star Trek 2 having what's called the Genesis, Fallout 3 had the Gecko. The Gecko. Um, so, any takers on Wrath of Khan? No. no. Star Trek 3 continued the plot as Spock comes back to life on the planet created by this Genesis terraforming device. He ages rapidly and conveniently and grows up into a fully grown Spock. But his consciousness is in Dr. McCoy's head so they have to get him back to the Vulcan home. No. What the fuck? So what? He's like a husk. Until... Yeah, he's like, he's like a shell of Spock. His, his entire, right. like, what they call his like, karma or something is in McCoy's head. Cause he his memories. And, uh, All his memories and everything. Everything, yeah, yeah everything. But like... Ruining everything. Yeah, There's another Klingon guy who's trying to steal the Genesis and turn it into a weapon, and they just want to get back to the Vulcan planet to make Spock human again. Star Trek. It's kind of like if you've downloaded all of Spock's data and just implanted it into um, a hard drive for safekeeping to kind of. How's McCoy got the like storage? Because McCoy tries to stop Spock from killing himself in Star Trek Two at the end, and um, unfortunately, Spock has to put him out with the Vulcan death grip, oh, the new pinch, in order to allow himself to sacrifice himself but then he also when he's out he mind melds him puts all his thoughts and uh, memories and everything in his head um, which is a bit invasive it's probably like mind rape yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so yeah, Star Trek 3 continues that plot then Star Trek 4 is the final one in, the, in that Khan trilogy but I've never seen it and I read the fucking plot <laughs> I, I, come, I can't you won't believe this plot right Star Trek 4 The Voyage Home so basically, um, i got to read this out verbatim, right? Intent on returning home to face trial for their actions in the previous film. <clears throat> they steal a Vulcan spaceship to try and get Spock to... Yeah, so they break all Star Trek port- protocol, whatever. The former crew of the USS Enterprise finds the planet Earth in grave danger from an alien probe attempting to contact the now-extinct humpback whales. Yeah. Okay. The crew, the crew then have to travel to Earth's past in 1986 to find whales who can answer the call of the probe Jace. this film was directed <laughs> this film was directed by Leonard Nimoy um, he was given great freedom regarding the film's context oh, so Nimoy and the producer Harvey Bennett conceived a story with an environment, environmental message oh my god yeah. that's the worst sort of thing you can do in a film is put a message in it so this is the again I call any kind. Have you seen Spock? any of those CW shows? Fucking <laughs> hell! I know, I know. <laughs> it's Spock himself who determines the probe signal matches a song of the extinct humpback whale, and that the object of terror which has come to Earth will continue to wreak havoc on the planet until the call is answered. The crew uses their ship to travel back in time via a slingshot maneuver around the sun, planning to return it into the future, capturing a whale. <laughs> Seriously, wow! This this actually happens. So how did they know that it wanted to get a whale to talk to? And why did they want to talk to the whale? But like, there's this whole plot where like Sulu has to build a container that can hold the whale when they move back to the future. They steal it from a fucking like aquarium and take it (laughs) take it back into space or something. Star Trek Four. This isn't even. They got a few more to go after this. Oh my god! Star Trek Five: Final Frontiers, where they find God. We've seen that one yeah. in Burroughs House. Yeah, yeah. Space terrorists oh, wow. hijack the Enterprise to take it to the center of the universe in search of God. It is spoiler alert, not William Shatner. And the last one 
was Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, um, which is the final Kirk-led film. And they're um, all very old by that point. They are getting old, but this kind of... Not very old. It's kind of, I've not seen this one, but old. from the plot, it seems like it's a return to form, and then they're just like, nah, you've had your moment. Um, so the Klingon moon Praxis explodes, causing the Klingons a lot of jip. Um, TLDR, they're now military, militarily crippled and attempt to finally make peace with the Federation. Um, political intrigue is, though, afoot, as always, and Kirk and the Enterprise are framed for attempting to murder the Klingon Chancellor, Gorkon, who is being sent to Earth to foster peace with the Federation. Um, yeah, Kirk and McCoy are sentenced to life in prison on, in a Klingon this gulag. Sounds, this sounds familiar. I've probably seen this one. Spock figures out the conspiracy in the end yeah. and does it all, breaks them free, goes to Earth, saves a whole bunch of Federation assassinations and live ever, happily ever after. And that is it, the Star Trek Six films. Don't know why I went through them all like that, but none of you have, maybe you've seen that one. I've seen that one, and I've seen the one where they find God and the Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. I remember Rocket Boots. That was Rocket brilliant. Boots, that yeah. was brilliant. Oh, Fiddler on the Roof. Sounds crazy, <laughs> no? <laughs> Did you say Schnitzel? <laughs> should we, uh, should we <laughs> push on until the next generation with good yeah. old Captain Picard? Just wanted to get those in when we were still on the Kirk era or old Star Trek, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, this is like where Star Trek begins for a lot of people. I think people judge even possibly the older series on uh, Next Generation as well as the new ones. It's like, it's the the, the pivot in a really of, of yeah. flings around with all the rest of them, but... Uh, it's weird considering the next gen seems a bit out of place considering the rest of them. In what I way? Find. Why would you say that? It's just a lot more mellow, if you ask me. Yeah, like, there's, I not, know that's... there's not as much fighting. No. It's more political. And yeah, more, 100%. Um, what's the word? It's. Uh, they always try and broker peace. And, you know, it's like the. Uh, have you seen. The advert for Next Gen that they do uh, was it oh, that that YouTube channel that they redo adverts for Honest Trailers. Honest Trailers, that's it. Like when he's going through it, and he's like, "Wow, was this really as good as we say it was?" <laughs> it's just like you know when he's going through different treaties and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. But um, but yeah, it wasn't as like as many action scenes as you get, especially in like Discovery now. Yeah, Discovery's oh, full Christ, of it. Yeah. But you know, people got less attention span these days. Yeah. They need explosions. Yeah, but Plus the storylines story in the next were good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nearly all of them, apart, well, apart from the first three seasons, maybe it was. Well, you, you judge it on when Riker gets his moustache, isn't that when it gets good? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Right. It's, it's correct. Isn't it? When yeah. when Riker gets his moustache, that's when it kicked into his own. Like, does Q get an honourable mention? Q, uh, I I've got him in talking points, which is like, what is the Q cont- uh, continuum? But I guess we could fucking gloss over that now. I have no idea where the Q continue anime is. Ah, oh, they do a full episode, don't they? They do. I can't it's remember awesome. it. <laughs> it's like um, it's like Twin Peaks, the uh, gas station, the convenience store. The convenience store. Yeah, that's that's how he kind of um, shows it into the only way that humans can comprehend what the continuum is. Is just like a barren wasteland. And they're all just bored, sitting there, playing around. <laughs> is that where they're always like... Cosmic practical jokers, then almost mm. the cues. It's only Q that is the practical joker. The rest of them want them to leave the universe alone, but Q is just like utterly fucking bored because he knows <laughs> that they can do so much more. Why, why does Q always have a Starfleet uniform on? Is that wind, wind, just winding up the others? I guess I think it is, yeah. yeah. It's a great yeah. character, though. Oh, Q's brilliant. Yeah. 
Q is um, the really nice hot girl from Breaking Bad, smackhead girl's dad from Breaking Bad, who crashes the planes together, which oh, would cr- never Chris, happen. Kristen R- 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 Riddler? Ritter. Ritter, yeah. R- 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 Jessica R- Jones. Jessica Jones, yeah. Really? Her dad in Breaking Bad is Q. Oh, her dad in Breaking Bad. Right, ah, right, I think right. In real life, he, goes, he goes back to work stressed out that his daughter's dead and accidentally crashes two planes together as a, as a yeah. uh, as an ATC, which is would, would never happen. Ah, shit, son. Mm. But there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Picard's uh, full of like fucking tolerance, and philosophy, and yeah. shit. Does he, is he pa- 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 possibly just actually adhering to the prime directives? And like his previous captains, <laughs> he's actually being a good captain. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. doing it by the book. You know, violence is like a last resort for him. Yeah, but uh, like everyone, kind. Well, I say everyone. I, you, you've probably got a, a different one, Tom. Or people, other people might, but a lot of people I know always consider Picard to be the best captain in the Star Trek franchise. I'd say, as far as captains go, yeah, I'd agree definitely. Because I've always thought Picard was the best one. He was, mm-hmm. he was my favourite one. And it might just because like, Patrick Stewart's a great actor as well. He's, he's good in, in things. It's a thespian. Yeah, a thespian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's even good in American Dad, like in, in like an animated <laughs> cartoon. So you can't really say much about him. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, a lot of people think that Picard is, is the best captain. I, I've got to agree with that, like, personally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. T- Luckily, though, I had like a few more seasons of the original to like flesh yourself out a bit more and uh, dive into the. <laughs> Our special guest is jumping over and licking burrow like a fucking nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, dives into the lives of the rest of the crew, like uh, Mr. Angry Ridge Face, Mr. Robot, Mr. Shut Sorry. Up Wesley, and uh, Mrs. Nagin Mind Reader. What do you call Wolf? Mr. Nobbly Mr. Mr. Angry Ridge Face. Angry Ridge. <laughs> Who's the nag? What's Dr. Crusher? Hated Dr. Crusher. Doctor, oh, the, the, the ginger one. Ginger one. Beverly, she was quite hot in the first couple of seasons. Beverly though, Crusher. Yeah. yeah, but they put her in all one of those 80s man suits, though. Yeah. <laughs> didn't she and uh, the woman who played Troy, they, they didn't get along in real life? I don't think they? they did, no. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't the... They had to be separated or anything, but I think their scenes together were very limited as well. Really? I think so. It's the same with sure. Belana and Janeway. Those two fucking hated each other, yeah. apparently. Apparently Janeway was the right cunt on the stage. Fucking women, eh? Can we say cunt? You can say cunt. I guess you can. They got one of yeah. them. So why did Janeway end up in prison? Hey. What? <laughs> this is a wash Orange, Orange is the new black joke. He's, he's making Orange is the new is black Is she in joke. that? She in yeah, yeah. She's, in that, she's yeah. Russian. Where's she going? I'm sure it does uh, show you there's a backstory as to why she's in prison. It's not Star Trek related. It's not Star Trek related. No. <laughs> <laughs> no but, yeah. yeah, so favourite episodes of Next Generation, which we've already covered mine. Like, like I said before, I can't remember the episode I more so. Favourite parts or things that stick out in your mind. I used to enjoy the holodeck ones because yeah. there's a lot of holodeck, the holodeck ones. are great. With Picard and stuff, you know. Yes, didn't they have um? What's the one with the Moriarty? Hol- was Moriarty. it Moriarty? Is he the one when he oh, takes Sherlock over in the holodeck? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the, what, the Sherlock Holmes one with, with Data and that. I thought that episode was brilliant. Yeah, that was. I awesome. really enjoyed that. And he become like sentient. Why did he? I can't remember why he become sentient, but he started like using the control panel and shit and escaped. Yeah, but then when they actually finally escaped the holodeck, then they all just evaporated. Yeah, they just disappeared mm. into nothingness. I think they moved his um, 
his all his like memory and shit into a different like separate chip that they could move around and take. But in Deep Space Nine, they've got the sentient holodeck character. They are the singer, the 60s bar. Oh, yeah. He's, he's singing all fucking like, rap pack songs. <laughs> Why couldn't they just do that with Moriarty? Gar, favourite uh, next-gen episode? Part? Uh, uh, it'd, be, it'd, be a, it'd be probably be a holodeck one as well. Yeah, uh... Everyone just wants a holodeck, I think. It, it's, yeah. it's the one invention from Star Trek I think everyone on Earth wants. Does the original Kirk run have holodecks? No, no. it's introduced no. in the next-gen. Ah. It's, 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 it's such a like I, I mean they go Dark in the right way they go in the right way with, uh, with VR and the stuff now but can you mm. imagine if they did invent the holodeck I'd never leave I'd be like Barkley I would like I'd <laughs> I, I'd just live there well yeah he would wouldn't he yeah. perhaps I mean, we are right now yeah will we live in it maybe uh, we end up like Bortus and get a massive porn addiction <laughs> big a massive yeah. fucking porn addiction yeah. route man and you know there's no holodeck involved <laughs> <laughs> I've never yeah. seen the Orville. The, oh, uh, get on it. It's on my list. Do yourself uh, a favor, like. Yeah, it's really good. It is. It's very next gen. It's uh, it's the Star Trek franchise's stepchild, basically. Uh, yeah. Brilliant! I'm brilliant. I will say, um, just spinning off the the Captain Janeway thing we had earlier. Mm. Hands down, worst captain. Yeah. Uh, can I just say her accent really annoys me? Like the way she addresses and. Uh, pronounces and uh, the general accent it really annoys me it's kind of like it's kind of smug and stuck up yeah. it's just, I, I think, don't I think like my dad's way... favourite Star Trek is Voyager oh, and Chakotay is shit as well Chakotay don't you want to Chakotay man <laughs> sounds like a fucking dance doesn't it man? I, racist. I, I don't racist, like Voyager much nah no. I hate Voyager I just never enjoyed it he looks a fucking prick seems as well. this I'm going to skip if, if Deep he, Space Nine for a sec Deep Space Nine if you if really want if we'd want to strip it down like I really 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 enjoy uh, Next Gen of Deep Space Nine and everything else is just a bit meh yeah. you need to like I'd say definitely watch Discovery but watch Discovery yeah you'll enjoy it yeah Discovery's great but uh back to Voyager let's, let's yeah. glance over Voyager but uh thank fuck for the Borg so all I gotta say, seven and nine in the Hollow Doctor completely stole the show. Yeah, uh, shit bad guy, shit ship crew. That's hard to say. Uh, the promotion of the Marquis into the rank was kind of understandable, but it showed a total weakness on Janeway's part. Everything seemed to be handled badly, and especially the I watched a video on YouTube, but they are the photon torpedo count, and they go over their uh, limit. You know what they got in the stockpiles by yeah. like I don't know, it's like hundred and fifty. <laughs> Oh, be careful. We haven't got many torpedoes left. Fire full spread. So are they always at war or something? Always. Always. Yeah, uh, 7 and 9, she came into it. She wasn't here from the beginning, was she? No. She she came in here later on. Did they they put her in because the ratings were dropping? (laughs) More or less, I reckon. More or less. They needed... uh, Evidently, evidently Janeway wasn't fulfilling fantasies as much as they thought she was, so they needed... uh, Very stern woman. I think they tried to make Balana a kind of love interest as well, but Klingons don't really do it for people <laughs> they were very subtle. they do it for some people subtle ridges though isn't they <laughs> is it a word in Klingon for loneliness <laughs> God. God. <laughs> God, there's a lot of Star Trek references in the Simpsons there's loads there's absolutely piles of yeah. them yeah the gel packs in Voyager it runs off like bioneural gel packs and it gets taken down by Neelix makes some cheese and it makes the whole ship sick and takes the whole fucking ship down like that's insane yeah 
And when they first encounter the bad guys as well, the Kazon, they're like dying on this planet and they can't get any water. <laughs> That'll be all the <laughs> Yeah, the Kazon can't get any water and fucking as soon as Voyager take off, they're like jumping in the ship chasing them through the galaxy, which I don't know, none of it just makes any sense to me. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. So how are we doing with the next gen? Is there anything else to say about next gen? Next gen slash Voyager. Well, no, like plus DS Nine was all happening at once. Oh, we did DS Nine. No, we go, we go back to DS Nine. Go back to DS Nine. Yeah. Well, before we go balls deep into that, before when next gen was winding down, and well, it probably had wound down completely, and then DS Nine was starting up. Um, you had your first Picard-based film. Film came out in '94. Generations. Generations, great film. Seen, you've seen Generations, have you? Fantastic. Finally, film. someone has fantastic. seen a fucking Star Wars film. Star Absolutely Trek. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you just made the, the gravest of mistakes by there, Sean. So, yeah, Generations. Yeah. Yeah. What was the premise of it? I'm really bad at remembering. Generations the films. is probably the one I've seen the most. I loved it when I was a kid. It was the one I was like, well, it was 94, so it was probably on telly by 95, 96. Yeah. Um, so basically, there's this solar flare or ribbon thing that keeps flaring up and when it opens it's like a portal into mm. another world but Kirk it goes back to Kirk first and Kirk's one of Kirk's final missions and um, he's like evacuating these refugees and his ship gets hit by this flare and everyone thinks he's dead oh he's shown on screen oh the, the ship's cut in half like yeah. oh, everyone's fucked you know um, but 80 years later Picard's crew stumble upon this maniac who's like shooting off these rockets and shit trying to blow up stars and planets to get this ribbon or flare or whatever it is solar flare to engulf an entire planet so this villain can enter into this place yeah. it takes you called the nexus um tldr there's a lot going on in this film it's a fucking mess right but picard also enters the nexus um which kind of reminds me of the shimmer from annihilation has anyone seen annihilation no it's, even though it's nothing like that at all. Uh, anyway, the, ne- <laughs> the Nexus is like this artificial dream world where everything is fine. Uh, it turns out Captain Kirk has been living in it all along and has just been assimilated by it, essentially, for lack of a better oh, word. I know it's a ball grid. Yeah. So he's like, and he thinks that's the real world, but Picard convinces him that it's not the real world. He needs to come out of the Nexus and stop this guy who's basically sacrificing an entire planet to try and get into the Nexus himself. So... The two captains team up together, Kirk and Picard, to fight this enemy, and they beat him. But it ends up with Kirk being gravely wounded, and uh, he like dies in Picard's arms. It's a really oh, sad yeah. film, man. That's the, um, the the end of the Kirk story. And, and the, the 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 villain is such as played by Malcolm McDowell uh, right. ah, from okay, uh, know, yeah. Topic Orange and other things. Uh, yeah, yeah. very very plays it very well as well. He's very good in that. He goes so, all, some um, would say he makes the film. It's like a Shawshank Redemption ending where he just buries him on a mountainside. Buries him in some rocks on uh, like a mountainside. Yeah. It's, it's quite emotional. It really mm. is, yeah. It really I, is. I, would, I think it would have been better if that came out before the next-gen TV series because that kind of came out at the end. Yeah, it's maybe like so, because you've got, you've got the crossover then, haven't you? Good you've way got, to hand the, it over. Like, yeah. Nice handover, that is. But he was like symbolically passing the baton onto the next generation after it had finished. Yeah. And then, then Deep Space yeah. Nine and Voyager was on the telly. So, yeah. yeah. Weird film. It doesn't. If I looked it up on the internet, thinking, "Oh, this is one of the best ones." People seem to hate it. No, I like um, that one. That's one of my favorites. Maybe I'm just looking at it through rose tinted glasses. Yeah, like maybe that, you know. But it tends to happen when you like something when you're really young. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Spiral the Dragon for me. 
<laughs> they remastered that man yeah I know I got it it's, it's an actual kids game though <laughs> <laughs> like gems and shit yeah oh man it's nice to look at though you know very nice to look at we got any more films I got all the other Picard films but depends where you want to slot these in man you know what I mean just fucking chuck them at us although that came out two, after the success of that two or three years later you had First Contact yep. which was probably the great most film the most yeah. successful Picard film by a long shot yeah. easily easily uh, it's just the big one it's the Borg one it's um, basically the Borg either through I can't remember through an alternative dimension or through time travel to simulate Earth um, Picard falls in love with a fucking Borg woman really with, uh, no body um, oh, I've got a phone call I think our food's here ah okay, okay. time to make a quick commercial break I think yeah quick commercial break <laughs> while we get food <laughs> this is so professional Have you had an accident in the last five years that wasn't your fault? We specialise in injuries in the workplace and with over 25 years experience in the field we work upon a no-win-no-fee basis. But don't just take our word for it. I was down Barry Beach when a seagull stole my six-year-old. Luckily, Brummy lawyers were here to help me. All calls are monitored for training and monitoring purposes. lost the flame in your marriage come to nipple twisty swingers club the ronda valley's first and only swingers club with oap discount free entry at all hours for those over 65 come and let it all hang out at nipple twisties find us at hillcrest drive paul good evening and we have returned <laughs> from the farthest quadrant of the galaxy. We've brought another disgusting, weird-looking furry creature. Uh, dog guest number two, professional dog, Mabel, um, who's here to not say anything at all. Just um, to jump in, do you remember in the original Star Trek series when they used a dog as an alien and just put a horn on his head? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. They oh, had why them. do I not oh, know this? Oh, my God. That's amazing. They had the hello, gay character. Hello. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, Mr. Zulu. Yes. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to Google that as soon as we're done. Yeah, there's pictures of that everywhere. Then the road's on Reddit, didn't they? That picture. Check it up on Instagram. Instagram, uh, then, man. There. I will. I will. I'll put it on Instagram. You get mad influencer points for putting it lit as fuck. Lit as fuck, cry face. Uh, anyway, you're going to crack on with the rest of them films. So, yeah, we were going through a few of the Picard films before moving onwards, weren't we? Um, we got to First Contact. First Contact. Maybe we were yeah. rudely interrupted by the kebab man. Um, we didn't actually bring any kebabs. There we go. Um, so, yeah, so First Contact is the one with the Borg in it. That was the biggest uh, Picard film, I'd say. Probably the biggest Picard film. Yeah. With what, worth watching now, these days, do you think? I don't know. I, don't, yeah. I can't. I mean, I wouldn't like go out with your way to watch them but more of if like oh i don't know i don't know what i want to watch or not like when none of your tv series are running yeah, and there's nothing yeah. really to watch i'd just do it then do it then yeah that's that's what i would do anyway personally first contact was followed two years later in quick succession by uh star trek insurrection oh tell us about that one uh, this was a mm. massive flop um it was another picard film where data malfunctions whilst on an undercover mission studying the um baku race or baku 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 that means an idiot in japan ba oh really yeah more you know more you know hashtag the more you know so it basically turns out these motherfuckers um they're like they're not immortal but they have like 
I don't know. It's almost like they live in near the, the fountain of eternal life. So everyone, when the Starfield go there to pick up data, they'll get a lot younger. And Johnny the Forge can see without uh, his. That's life. right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Like, I can see shit, Captain. Ah, <laughs> it burns. The light it burns. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really remember what happens in that film. It was a terrible plot, um, and. Yeah, it was awful. It was like a really long TV film or like a really long Star Trek episode. Um, it just didn't go down very well. And then after that, four years later, was the final nail in the coffin with Star Trek Nemesis. Mm, Nemesis. Um, <laughs> apparently, which contains a young Tom Hardy, which I didn't know. I can't remember seeing Tom, young Tom Hardy in that. I don't um, remember. I went to the cinema. I'm assuming that stepped all over Rich's quiz right there. No. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. No. It's fine. Go on. Uh, yeah, I went to the cinema to see this with my dad yeah. back in the day. Any it was good awful. Show? So basically, I, I, you know, I have a feeling that I went to the cinema to see this as well. Just soft, engage. It's, I, uh, I got a funny. I got one of those inklings that I did, but I got, don't actually know if I did. I went to the cinema to see Generations, son. You was probably about five, then, was you? Probably yeah. ninety-four. Yeah, so I was five. Oh no, I was three then. Fuck three. <laughs> Seriously, ninety-four. Christ, I was like ten or something. Jesus Christ. Uh, you're eight, are you? This where the edge, this where the edge gap comes in, but you know, it's not that big. Old man, son. Not that big. Jesus Christ, three years old. You could probably barely talk properly. Christ, he's watching Star Trek and stuff. So Nemesis is a strange one because it came out anyway. Uh, it wasn't any other Star Trek running at the time. It was a couple of years before Enterprise, and all the others had finished. So it just kind of came out for no reason. Um, so basically, the plot is is that a clone of Picard, for some fucking reason, takes control of the Romulan Empire. Uh, yeah, and there's an uprising. Mm-hmm. And it's also the movie, spoiler alert, where Data is finally killed off. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got to say on that one. Did yeah. Data die forever? Did, did, no, did, did, they also found his memory chips or something uh, in, a, in a prototype. And they would, of course. The, the twist at the end is, is that Data will be back eventually. Whatever happened to Law? Law? Does anyone know what happened to Law? Data's like brother. Oh, fuck, I can't remember that character. Can't Which can't remember. Remember. Like if you keep chops on, but they're allowed. Yeah, it was awful film. Yeah. Don't watch it. <laughs> Terrible. Did this cat Spock? He had a cat called Spock. Uh, no, not Spock. Spot. 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 Yes. Yeah. I said Spock. Uh, spot. Did this cat Spot? Was there some sort of homosexual relationship going on between Data and Jory the Forge? No, he was a bit of a pimp. Data was. He, he shagged a good few of them. He don't He's a robot know. though. Yeah. Could he not feel it when he was doing it? Because he, he wants the quest for to be able to feel textures and. He's got a lot more human emotions than he should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, he's kind of like overpassed his his original programming. I think it's one episode where Q enables him to feel emotion. It only for he like. Gives him an emotion chip. There's an episode with an emotion chip, isn't it? Is that for drama? Does that turn him to Lowe's <laughs> side? No, no, no. For drama. <laughs> um, no, there's. Um, it's a genuine episode. I believe it's the. Uh, uh, is the Borg Queen in that at all? She, yeah, Next that's, first, that's in First Contact where he's got the emotion chip yeah, thing. She, she gives him skin on his hands. She gives him the skin, so yeah, to feel, feel the pain, yeah. Human shit with the human skin. Yeah. I think our dog's happy, but like, huh? He's very happy. <laughs> he's crying, son. He's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. The Picard films didn't leave anywhere near as much of a legacy as the uh, Kirk ones. No, I, their legacy was in the TV series. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, 
Which is weird because it's the opposite, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, because the, the Kirk TV series is such a wet fart, really. They gave, they gave us the, you know, the classic uh, Picard mannerisms, you know, where you pull down on the on the shirt as you stand up. <laughs> the face palm. Um, the face palm. Face palm and uh, the Riker, the Riker pose when he sits down. Oh, the old chair sits. Anyway, and he puts his leg over every chair and then sits down on it. That's right. And he's always leaning. We need, a, we need a first, a first commander that can relate to the youth of today. We need a cool, calm, collected commander. Oh, God. Let's find someone with a sex addiction and chuck him as commander. Right? <laughs> After, like, Star Trek, or maybe during that next-gen run, they had, like, um, is his name William Frakes? Is, it? is that his name? Jonathan yeah. Frakes. Jonathan oh. Frakes. William Riker. Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, you watch those, like, terrible UFO shows on, like, Discovery Channel. Yeah, 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 You'd yeah. always be presenting them. I remember fucking hilarious. My man. nan used to love those shows. I remember coming in from school one day and she was watching them. And as that particular story finished, it just went to Jonathan Frakes. So I was like, oh, fucking Riker. <laughs> what's he doing here? Over the skies of Oklahoma. Yeah, but he's always like, he, his pause in those shows, he isn't just standing there. He's always like got a leg up on something, leaning. <laughs> he just, uh, he, that, that's his, that is his demeanor. Striking the pause, He man. is always. Yeah. But, you know, he, he rocks it. You, you can't take that away from the man. He does he's, it well. He's apparently directing, uh, I don't know how many episodes, of the new Picard series. Yeah. Which he also directed an episode of The Orville most recently. No way, which one? And didn't he do Discovery as well, didn't he? Really? Well, he's getting I, around, didn't he? Christ. Did he do an episode of Discovery? Or was it just The Orville? I can't remember now. But, yeah. He's, do you know uh, which Orville it was? I think he directed First Contact or possibly the one he after. He did direct Insurrection um, and Nemesis, I think. Oh, no, wait, Insurrection. Okay. Insurrection, okay. That dog's on Happy Gar. So it's very happy. It's interfering with the uh, audio of this oh, what podcast. What is wrong, darling? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what episode it was now of the Orville, but he did definitely do one. Yeah, yeah. that's banging. Orville, oh, bango, rango, mm-hmm. hypnotic tango. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, that, that's mainly it for the. That's it. The thing. I've, not, I've never seen any of the J.J. Uh, Abrams films. I like. I didn't mind them, but they were just. They didn't need to do them. They were just, one's just films. Right? First one's good. Yeah, yeah the second yeah. one is bogged yeah, yeah, yeah. down by over complex plot. First one is good for script. Yeah, first one's good. Yeah, the second one. What about like, They're all right. It's just like they didn't need to exist. Is those? It's one of those sort of things. Really, I could have done without seeing them in my life. Yeah, yeah. So, do you know why Picard hates uh, Cisco? Good old Ben. Well, I know why. I know why Cisco. No, hit, I know, I know why Cisco hates Picard. Picard. Yeah, 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 because yeah. when Picard was taken by the Borg, and he destroyed a lot of ships, then he destroyed Cisco's ship. Yeah, and his wife was on board. He saved his son, but he didn't save his wife, and his wife died. That's so Picard technically killed his wife, and he never forgave him for it. As far as I'm aware, what did he? No, never, never did. Uh, in the first episode of uh, Deep Space Nine, they kind of uh, stand face to face, and yeah. you can, you know, he's just gritting his teeth. Says, Picard, Picard didn't know why until yeah. he mentioned it. I Wolf didn't know 359. that. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that was pretty good. Like, like I was saying earlier, I've been watching Deep Space Nine most recently when I come in from work because my dad's got it on telly, and um, it, it's it is pretty good. <laughs> like I've been told by a lot of people that it's good. And it's one of the one of the it's my the favorite series, one. yeah. Because um, they do like uh, it's similar similar in a lot of ways to Next Gen with the storylines, very much you know are, are very good. 
they're not just like Voyager throwaway storylines. It's completely serialized, and you can it builds up the characters so well, like mm-hmm. in Deep Space Nine. So much room. You're interesting there. characters as well. Oh yeah, and like brilliant. the reason why they're there is because of that planet. Bejo. Yeah. And yeah. It's trying to sort of broker peace and stuff, isn't it? The Cardassians uh, oppressed the Bajorans for like loads yeah. of years, and then the Bajorans fought back. And I think the Deep Space Nine was a Cardassia like outstaging post, but then they moved it off and they moved the Federation into there as kind of like a a buffer zone, yeah. I guess, between the Bajorans and the Cardassians. But it's a lot about like yeah. uh, faith and religion and, and all mm. that, which I love. Like you know, I love all that shit. What's you... the stuff that's in that box? Like they're in the. What's box. in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> you know what? Whoopi Goldberg's character and that. What were they? They're Kaganen. Not... Oh God, I can't remember. Why did they bring it up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her character got fucking wiped out by the Borg. But isn't yeah, what's the connection with that one? What's the one you said was really hot from Deep Space Nine? I can't remember her name with the freckles on the sides Deep of her. Oh, Jadzia. Jadzia. So what's the connection between her and Whoopi Goldberg's character? Am I making this up? No, I don't. Don't they have like some sort of no. creature living inside them? Or something? Yeah, yeah, they got a symbiote. Is it? Wasn't it taken from an old? There's an old guy, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was put inside her. He's good friends with Cisco. Yeah. And then chucked into Jadzi. I bet that was really confusing for Cisco. Yeah. For his like old friend to be this super hot girl. It's like Yeah. But he won't complain then, son. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Was it isn't it in the first episode that that the the doctor asks her out on a date and Cisco's like, Does he know that you're like over a hundred years old? <laughs> yeah. Right, so who's the doctor on Deep Space Nine then? Bashir. Bashir. I can't can't picture him, her, it, whatever. He's in Gotham, so not that that's going to do you any no. good. <laughs> What's the really like annoying doctor with a bald head? That's Voyager, isn't it? Voyager. Oh, he's oh, brilliant, he's great, though. He's like one of the only good things about that show. What I gets can't... me, though, is the cross eye that he's got. He's a fucking hologram. <laughs> <laughs> no, why program that in? It's probably a glitch in the, uh, in the older scripts. Uh, Poor sod. Like if Hitler cast Star Trek. Yeah, straight eyes. Yeah, but he's a hologram. <laughs> Why would he program that in? I know. Julian Bashir. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I recognise him now. The blue. I forgot all about that horrible blue uniform they had. Mm. What in... was that for? Was that just medics? Medics, Just yeah, yeah. doctors and medics and shit. Yeah. That particular blue one that he's wearing is... is the dark blue, yeah. It doesn't contrast they, well with the have, Deep Space Nine like, light in as well. I, I think Ordo is a, a really interesting character, oh. though. Fucking hate Odo. I think he's an interesting oh. character. Although his voice annoys oh, me. No. My name is Odo. Yeah, his <laughs> voice. He's just like he's like he's a, a talking dog or something. So why? <coughs> sorry, to just quickly go back. Why is Deep Space Nine so dark and weird looking in comparison to the others? Because it's a Cardassian station. Oh, it's a, I see. I they didn't fucking over. know that. I see. There we go. I'll answer that then. So learn something new. I do. <laughs> I did. Why don't they just install some Federation lighting then? You know, brightening up a bit. That's what they were doing. Hang some bunting. That was like uh, Cisco's objective was to like do up the station, broke a piece between those two bastards. Uh, those bastards being the Bajorans and the Cardassians. And what's the uh, the guy, the merchant guy? Oh, Frangi, uh, Quark. Quark, yeah. Quark, Quark. Latinum. He's a good character. Oh, it was weird, though, because I, I, I watched an episode the other day where his mother was making more money than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> On yeah. the black market. And like... <laughs> Um, and it's illegal for Ferengi women to do that. Women can't make money. And, and the... Women also can't wear clothes. No, uh, can't, can't wear clothes. Wear clothes. Yeah. 
I was so confused because like, <laughs> like she was suddenly she was, well. it was I, I went out into the kitchen to get a drink and I came back yeah and she was naked and her son was on her lap and he was, <laughs> she was just stroking his I was like the fuck is going on like she rubbing his lobes yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what what is going on like what's with the Ferengi thing across the back of the head yeah they got like that uh, thing velcroed onto their head I don't know I think it's cover their modesty because their asses on their head like <laughs> actually their sexual organs are their ears so when they're playing with their ears they're like wanking and stuff is that real yeah <laughs> fucking hell but they so get his their, uh, like a veil off. his mother was yeah. like oh, like yeah uh, like some kind of backwards veil thing in it really umax they call it backwards yeah, yeah. Shape, like it's is. kind of like one of those visors people wear when they're like doing taxes and stuff yeah, around the back yeah, of their yeah. head yeah. Kind Why of. do people wear visors when they're doing taxes? I don't know. I have no idea. I think people do it now just for the look. Like, perhaps. If I was doing taxes, I'd do it probably. I don't know anybody <laughs> who wears a visor when they're doing their tax. You've got to have a big typewriter when you're doing that. I, I don't know. A calculator. If I was doing yeah. I would wear a visor. Yeah, you got to. But why? Yeah. Because you do any taxes. It's, 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 it's just how it is. If I work for the man, my tax is taken out my pay packet. I don't have to worry about that shit. My sister's self-employed. She does her taxes. She got one of those. Ask if she's got one. Ask if she's got a visor. Definitely. Christmas sorted. Yeah. 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 I've got a big section on like Galducat's roller coaster to power. Anyone familiar? Galducat. I'm not. What's a Galducat? Was a the Gal is like a captain or like a commander or something. Ducat's just just him. But he's just such a good character. He comes in as like a commander, then he gets demoted to like a garbage man, and he just bounces back and forth the roles. And this is Deep Space Nine, yeah, yeah, Still, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's just fucking brilliant. Like honestly, his character's so grey in the middle. It, it's it's brilliant. You're gonna have to watch it like to understand him properly. Do you know Jeffrey Coombs? Anyone familiar with Jeffrey Coombs? That name brings a bell. It does he, ring a bell. He's played like so many people. Uh, what have I got here? We got Wei Yun, he plays in Deep Space, uh, yeah, DS9. We got Brunt, which is a Ferengi. Uh, Shran in Shran. Enterprise. Commander Shran. He's an Andorian in Enterprise with a blue, with a. Probably. He's a regular character actor within oh, the yeah. franchise then. And every character he plays is just fucking amazing. Like, would you not recognize him really as. as no, he's like, these... he's like Andy Circus. Cir- a circus. Yeah. yeah he is. He that, stars in many Star Trek roles and oh, okay. a lot in the DC animated universe. You know the, the guy, the you know that empty show. Have you seen that? Uh, show? yeah. You yeah. know the the dad. Yeah. Um, he is in so many episodes of Star Trek. Really? Spanning the different captains and stuff. He's in loads. Well, as like background roles or no different. He's like an admiral. He's and he's various different. I think he's. A Cardassian in one episode and stuff like that, and you know, uh, there's a guy who he always plays like a villain, British guy. I can't remember his bloody name, but in the Titanic, he was the guy trying to kill Jack. He was shooting guns at him, not uh, not, not Billy oh, Zane, yeah. the other guy, yeah, the old yeah. guy. He has played loads of characters in Star Trek as well, in different, <laughs> a different. I think the most memorable one was in, uh, uh, was it how many lights are there? <laughs> it was it was that, that him. Was, that was him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh so, man, that yeah. is a. F- Fucking amazing scene. Good God. Uh, I think I've got uh, like a lot on the religion and stuff. Just, and just quickly, Jeffrey Coombs was also in Babylon 5. Oh, that's another yeah. reason to watch it. <laughs> I think I'm just going to kind of uh, ignore all the religion stuff and just 
reiterate that Jad Ziadax is smoking hot. Um, <laughs> I think we can move on to Discovery now. Oh, Discovery. With uh, Captain... Um, Captain... Pike? Uh, Cap- Captain... Uh, oh, you were on the first one, do you? Oh, you George O? <laughs> they haven't even got a captain, to be fair. Hasn't the woman got like a male name or something? Michael Burnham. Michael. Michael. Come and dance with me. Michael. I think she's a lieutenant. A lot. Yeah. Well, she had everything stripped around her, didn't she? Like, mm. originally. Close. We did, but I was wondering, right? Do you know you got Giorgio was the first captain? Yeah. Where does Loka come into it? Why does... Ah, she transports over to the Klingon vessel, gets herself shanked. Yeah. And then fucking Loka comes in. Yeah. So that makes what's, sense. Jason what's the deal with one act, doesn't Sorry to interrupt you, son. Carry on, apologize. Son. What's the deal with these Klingons in, in Discovery? Why was there such a stir over the Klingons when Discovery, Discovery first aired? I've not seen Discovery. It's during the, the big battle with the Klingons, where you know, the Federation are going to war with them and all that, before, hmm. before everything, maybe just after Enterprise. Yeah, it is just after Enterprise, because in the first season, when they're looking at the log of different captains, Archer's name is there, and... Pike's name's there. Obviously, we know Pike is the same thing. So it could be running. Well, no, it would be after Archer, I would imagine. Because Archer Pike. is like, when they try, they haven't like uh, properly developed teleportation and stuff, have mm. they? Yeah. I've never done anything like that before. It's like the yeah. first like USS Enterprise, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but don't the Klingons all look different or some shit? The, the, the internet yeah. was losing its mind over People them. were not happy with how the Klingons looked in the first season. I, am not happy I thought they looked awesome. Um, I think one of the main reasons was they didn't have any hair. Yeah, but apparently that was to do with war or something. I, I yeah. don't know. In That's the second season, a... in the second season, I like how they went. Um, like when she was talking to the guy who was, uh, was it? Ash. Ash, that's it. What's, what's his... Uh, Tyler. Thing? Oh, uh... Uh, the, to- the torchbearer, None. Volk, 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 Volk. Um, yeah, and like how she was talking to him, and she just casually checks in, and I learned that the Klingons are growing out their hair again. Discovery's great at doing that. Shit, <laughs> yeah. So they address that then. Yeah, yeah. It's very nonchalantly. They address but, uh, a lot of plot holes, but they just gloss. They gloss over, over it. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, it is like the second season is much better than the first. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. Oh, I did enjoy the first one as well. Yeah. Is it coming back for a third? Do you know? I hope so. Yeah. Better had. The finale. The finale to the season was very final. Like it, it felt like it could be a, a, an end of a series. Oh, I, but spoilers, spoilers. But the um, spoilers is fine. They yeah. go. They go far into the future. Like and what I was thinking really of that. Really yeah, they must go even beyond Picard and, oh, yeah. and all that. Like and to boldly go beyond Picard. Yeah, proper bold. Like <laughs> so, th- like this could now start a new. Because um, obviously, at the end of the season, uh, Spock tells them to. Well, he advises them, doesn't he, in, to never mention of Discovery's existence or the existence of a spore drive or time travel, or time travel or... at all. For I think you'd be guilty of treason if you do mention it. Yeah. I think the only people who knew about it that was still there was it Spock Pike um, Pike's number one wait a minute Spock is in Discovery yeah, yeah. is it Lena he's Michael's, dead Michael's uh, so it's like a, brother so it's someone playing someone else playing Spock I guess yeah, yeah. it's a young young Spock, oh, young Spock. Young Spock of course yeah. a young he's Spock he's a beard as well what yeah. weird a really weird beard a weird beard because <laughs> it's like it points like it, it comes down like a beard and then it comes out and then it just goes down 
Yeah. Like that. I, I always look at it and go, that is so strange. That can't be natural. <laughs> she addresses that, don't she? You must be mad if you think that beard's working for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Such a bitch. Merch. <laughs> I liked you better when you were a zombie. It's good at uh, checking us back to the nostalgic thing, though. Like you said, all the like sounds, sounds in the background yeah. and, and all that. It's awesome to see. And the uh, the comms, the old yeah, the comms. <laughs> I did like how um, when Ash first uses his communicator from se- uh, Section Thirty One, and he taps his thing and he, he talks to him, and uh, Pike's like, "I gotta get me one of yeah, those." <laughs> like, what type of badge is that? So that was pretty yeah. cool. I liked how they uh, kind of nodded in the right direction of where they go in here in future. It's nice that they it's worked cool. Captain Pike back into it. Yeah, yeah, oh, they done that really well. He was he was a good character. Like the guy mm. who played him was really good as well. Yeah, um, kind of looked kind of similar as well. He didn't obviously didn't look identical, yeah. like, but he, you know they done a good job. And I love the throwback as well. They actually had the original series footage in yeah. at the start of. Uh, so why why does Captain Pike get shit canned in the original series? Um, oh. is, they, Kirk, is Kirk in the pilot? It. Is Kirk in the pilot, or is it just no? The, the, pi- the pilot, uh, Pike is in. He's in like a, a wheelchair thing. He's just yeah. he's just like a head or whatever. Yeah. Um, isn't it like it's not a disease? It's isn't it something to do with the mind? It's in, uh, in Discovery. He has the accident, didn't he? Yeah. That, that, well, that was like residue from a nuclear sort of explosion. His face is just ah. melting when he's in that thing, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that what it is? It's a hard time of it, Mr. Pike person. Pretty he does. Yeah, but he know it's like he knows his future now as well. He, so he, he, he grabs a time crystal and it yeah. kind of shows him what's gonna happen to him. So he's got like it? time crystals like uh Bran Stark then, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it does that was one of many possible futures, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm wondering now, has he escaped it because of Michael Burnham? But then again, that'd throw Discovery in a totally tangent timeline compared mm. to the rest of the universe. Yeah. And some people do think that Discovery is going to just make its own sort of Star Trek universe that's not going to connect to everything else. Just totally peel off from everything. Like. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can, I still watch it. I'd still I'd watch, watch it, it yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good show. Um, and like, I... I like from the first season, I loved the spore drive thing. I thought the spore drive thing was so cool. The mycelial network, so, oh, that was so yeah. good. That was so good. It's like a like a like an internet for nature. That's that's kind of the way I, yeah. I wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a network path for uh, for nature. Yeah, it was it was just awesome. It was pretty cool. Uh, but like, I remember watching the first season and and saying, like. So if they can do this now, why can't they? Why couldn't they do, do that, that in the future? But obviously, they, they. I think that got a lot. That was a so. common opinion, I think. Yeah, but obviously they've explained why it isn't a thing now, and uh, all isn't it all evidence of the spore drive is gone as well. Uh, yeah, under threat of treason. Yeah. Yeah. So. But what I really liked, <laughs> what I really liked, and uh, what I learned like not so long ago was that Paul Stamont is like a real life person. That he's a professor of uh, mycelioology and all that. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh. they named him after after that dude. Like, and there was a lawsuit actually over the tardigrade. CBS had been wrapped up in a lawsuit by an indie uh, indie video game developer. The tardigrades—that's the name of the game. The tardigrade. Uh, revolved around the concept of using tardigrades to be able to travel anywhere in the universe and even some of the characters and concepts really, really similar to the show with like the interracial gay couple and everything oh, like wow. and the the uh, black lady protagonist oh, wow. and things yeah so they're all I think it's coincidental because if you're going to name a character Paul Stamens yeah he's going to end up in the spore drive you know being the professor of mm. mycelial and shit 
Did you notice all the face talk as well? It was kind of hidden, but they were all like, you've got to do it on face. You've got to take a leap of faith. You've got to have faith. <laughs> There's only so far science can take us. You've got to, uh, you've got to have faith. Scientologists, eh? Faith. Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, they're fighting against like a predetermined future, though. That's, that's like one that's already set. That's a bastard, that, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit of a bastard. <laughs> kind of like Cooper, isn't it? Well, that's it, isn't it? You know? And you got like some sort of time crystal there. Hey, they ripped off Twin Peaks. Everything ripped off Twin Peaks. Sue them, son. I will. I won't. What am I talking about? Should you budge on the talking points? Talking yeah, go points. on. Let's go right. on. See, you were now living in the Star Trek universe, right? You yourself. There's no need for like materialistic possessions. So why would you have a job? Because you loved working, obviously. <laughs> why would you clean out and recycle shit? From an entire crew for no fucking pay. Like, I don't. This is what's always got me. I'm sure I spoke in real life about this one. I'm pretty sure we Great conversation, yeah. No, totally. Why um, does, in that case, then, why does Quark need to make money? Why is because he chasing Latin or whatever? Why is he a bartender? Because he's what, sorry? He doesn't live in Earth. Oh, of course, it's just Earth. Then, just, yeah. Okay. Earth, I don't know. We have moved ca- past the need for materialistic possessions. I don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't answer, I couldn't answer that question either. So, <laughs> I mean, why would you... I guess, is it like a universal job system where people get assigned jobs or something? Well, like food yeah. drama. Yeah. But yeah. you don't get paid because everyone's got everything they need. But people still uh, need That'd throw cash. people into a cast then, wouldn't it? There'd be a revolt. It would, actually. It would. Mm. Some Brave New World level shit right there. That is, yeah. That's quite um, creepy. I don't know. It's a short answer. I, I wouldn't. It it doesn't show much of human life outside of Starfleet, though, does it? Really? No, it no. shows a bit in DS Nine of uh, Cisco's father back on Earth. He owns like a restaurant and is they're there for a good couple of episodes. I think Cisco has a bit of a breakdown, so so he goes there right. and is full on full on breakdown, and uh, his father's looking after him and shit. You gotta get this restaurant open, man. So why does his dad run a restaurant? I was just about to ask that exactly. One. He seems to love food. Just enjoys cooking, you know? doesn't he? It's a passion, isn't yeah. it? Purely a passion. Enjoys cooking, providing, seeing other people get happiness from what he's cooking and making. And That's really lucky because I, I love and... like touching shit and moving shit into recycle bins. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just got real not so much, Not so much with the old toilet shit. Now. Where know, is guess, the shit? I guess to, it's in the, your ass. the only real answer <laughs> is to, uh, to open give... your ass and give me the shit. <laughs> I ain't got I, I, no I, I've got a, I've got a theory as though like um uh, maybe like uh people who have done bad in life uh you know rather than go rather than go to j- prison jail or whatever they'll get him doing that kind of job. Ah, uh, but uh, Janeway yeah. picks up Tom Paris from a penal called in Colony in New Zealand. It's a tricky I one. I, d- I don't understand. I don't it. know. That's a whole other thing. It's it? purpose, isn't it? Everyone has mm. a purpose. Must be. Yeah, and yeah. it's probably, like, for us now, we can't understand why, because we live in a world of material possessions. We live in a society. Whereas, up in the future, they've sort of grown up and adapted to the fact that you don't need it. There's probably a sect of people on Earth that still don't believe in that Starfleet way. Like, like you get now in... You know, that don't believe in the Western culture. Like the Amish. Yeah. So, like the Amish, yeah. <laughs> so, um... So you you're gonna get people, but the majority of people do, and that's just their purpose is to have a job and do it just to survive and live. That's what I think. Anyway. Drones, 
Huh? Drones. Drones, yeah. <laughs> Drones. Mindless slaves. What do you reckon on Q then? I know it's his looping background to, uh, to earlier. Q? He's a funny Q, fella, just, just what do you mm. fucking reckon on him? Well, he's a bit of a character, isn't he? He, uh... I know, he's a good character. I, I mm. do enjoy the Q character, but... Um... I think if I met him in real life, like... If there was a real-life Q, it would be infuriated absolutely yeah. <laughs> why is the why is the continuum that boring that he has to cause intergalactic they've been around for many years is he that a thousands of years old or something is he cute? yeah yeah basically like super Loki, yeah yeah he is a yeah he wanted to have a kid with janeway i remember that episode so the idle hands of the devils play things or something like that is it What's the word? Is that the right? That's yeah, not right. Yeah. That's right. Devil makes work for idle hands. Ah, and, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he sends his kid then to uh, to go on to Voyager and like learn how to be a human oh, and be more responsible. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> all about that. He sends him in to fight the Borg and stuff and he's just laughing and they're all like, ah. So <laughs> how old's his kid? Like he grows up pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear. What about the band scene from uh, Next Generation? The band? The band, band, not allowed. Ah, which the, one was that? The not allowed. Uh, season 3, episode 12, The High Ground is called. I don't know if the full episode has been banned or just this certain scene, but uh, it's a conversation between Data and Picard. They're on about like, terrorism. And Data says, I've been reviewing the history of armed rebellion and it appears that terrorism is an effective way to promote political change. And then Picard says... Yes, it can be, but I have never subscribed to the theory that political power flows from the barrel of a gun. Oh. So they're basically saying, yeah, terrorism does change things. It does. Yeah. It, it, it does. It's, it's, what, it's why people keep doing it. Terrorism and, and, yeah. and assassination. and It is a way to invoke change either through I hate, fear. I hate, through... It. I hate it when TV shows do stuff like this. Like, I, no, I like it when TV shows do stuff like this. I hate it when networks cut it out. Yeah. It drives me up the fucking wall, like... So if, if they say some fucking sweaty nerds in their parents' basements watching Star Trek is going to uprise doing fucking terrorist <laughs> acts, like, it's not going to happen, is it? I'll shuffle on down to the store, get some Doritos. <laughs> Dorit's Petites. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. No, man, it's just, you know. I think yeah. that pretty much comes to the end of the script. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, in that case, then, I have, I have a quiz game is the game a quiz a quiz a quiz. quiz in space as is tradition on steedcast who are the first people to grow space weed question mark Ricky. in fact little <laughs> little bit of tidbit yeah china grew a plant on the far side of the moon not so long ago why it died as soon as it came back to earth something to do with oxygenization <laughs> or something but it died as soon as it got back to earth it was a massive triumph until it, came it got back, back to, to earth, earth. <laughs> yeah. space plants space plants uh, space crests was it they're lucky they didn't space run into the Nazis probably, on the dark side of the moon fucking space yeah, pack joy or something wasn't it <laughs> just fucking space bamboo, fucking bamboo. Like. Was, was the plant some sort of cheese based plant as well cheese soy plants. I think it was yeah, soy based so, no, I thought it might be cheese the moon's made of cheese grommet the moon's made of cheese so um Right, so does anyone have a pen of sorts or something to keep score? I do not. I can keep score on my phone, though, if you want. Fantastic. Slamming, slamming, slamming. So, yeah, this quiz, it basically covers everything that we've talked about, more or less. Okay. But I haven't included the J.J. Abrams films into these questions. Good. So okay. just pretend they never existed. Easily done. 
<laughs> so we done. Uh, so are we all uh, are we all ready? We are. Let's do this. Slamming. Okay. So better known as Doc Brown in Back to the Future, did Christopher Lloyd ever grace our screens in the Star Trek franchise? Oh Jesus Christ! No. Um, I'm gonna say no. 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 Don't. No. Wow. You're all wrong. Yes, he did. Oh, he shit. played Klingon Commander Krug in Star Trek Three: Search for Spock. Oh no way! Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Amazing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, some of these. I was surprised by some of these. I really was. But uh, some people won't be because I'm pretty sure people just know straight away. But whatever. Um, Adam Scott uh, was known as Leslie Nope's love interest, Ben Wyatt, on screen in Parks and Recreation. But did he have a brief cameo in Star Trek: First Contact? He must be young. I am not at liberty to agree or disagree with that statement. I don't know who that person is. <laughs> I've never uh, seen. He's in Step Brothers. Have you seen Step Brothers? Yeah, he's Step in Brothers. Step Brothers as well. And then they're sitting in the trios, and he comes up. And he's like, "Look at my abs." Nah. Nah. Punches nah. him in the face. Nah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb ring about. He's brilliant in Parks and Rec. Anyway. Yeah, he's good in Parks and Rec. He's the no guy, isn't he? But there's not many people that aren't brilliant in Parks. And <laughs> Rec. I'm, I'm going to go with yes. He's in Star Trek. Okay. He would have been super young, I think, at that time. Maybe he might be not much older than us. First contact. Maybe, I'd say. But anyway, um, yeah, go on. Why not? First contact was like ninety six. I say no. You say no. Um, so Gareth's wrong. He did. He had a brief cameo. Um, he was the officer on board the Defiant that identifies that the approaching ship is the Enterprise. It's literally his only line. Oh, wow. It's the Enterprise. Where's the Enterprise? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Did Bruce Willis ever grace our screens in the Star Trek universe? Oh, for fuck's no. sake. No. No. Yeah, nah, on. you're all right. Call my, you called my bluff on that. Um, he did voice a talking plant in the later season of The Orville, however. Jesus was that him? Yeah. That was, oh, the, that giant, was Bruce, the giant sunflower. That was Bruce Willis, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. So, uh, Brian Singer is the man responsible for some of the worst X-Men films made today. Um, is he the Fox guy? Yeah, he did. Mm. He did do a couple of good things. Like I like the gifted. The gifted's all right. Oh, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Done that. but most of them are shit, mate. Right? Um, but <laughs> yeah, so yeah. poltergeist. What's Polter- that? Ghosts. Tortoise. Where one like tortoise with a leg missing. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine. <laughs> what was that? I can tell you a story, but I'll, I'll I do it off. I'm falling and I can't get up. <laughs> What was that? That wasn't well, any of us. Well, I, oh, it was some relative of my dad's. I can't think who it was. But they, when they were all living in my dad's house, where my dad lives now, my, his parents lived there originally. Oh, I can't remember where the relative was. This, this, it, it doesn't matter, but they had a body upstairs. What? For, um, it, it, it was the olden days. It used to keep The body would be kept in the house then ready for the funeral. It'd be in like right. a casket or whatever. Um, and um, uh, obviously my nan was always had tortoises. Yeah, at one yeah. point they had a three-legged tortoise. Nice. <laughs> we had a fucking body upstairs. The tortoise came out of hibernation. <laughs> yeah. So like this fucking tortoise starts banging around like that, boom, boom, <laughs> and like everyone thought. Well, they obviously didn't think the corpse would reanimate. It's a bit of a shitty, pan, pan shitting moment there. From yeah, true story. Well, I was told this was a true story, so it's probably bullshit. But I got it's a good that. story, nonetheless. It's a good story, nonetheless. Great aunt, so-and-so, or whatever, was in a coffin upstairs, and we all thought she'd got up for a glass of milk. 
because Morris, you know the three-legged tortoise. Speaking of uh, waking up from the death for a glass of milk, uh, I was talking about fucking, I don't know, I walked around the corner and work and they were all talking about fucking what happens when you die and shit. And this guy goes, oh, I'll be tamping, I will, boys. I can't get up and have a fag. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his priorities right on, hasn't he? Fucking hell, eh? He thought he'd just lay here sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping and I can't get up. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Next question, please. Yeah, all right, so yeah, Brian Singer. Um, did he cameo or bought a Starfleet ship? Who's Brian Singer again? The yeah, X Men. The X Men director. Oh. Oh, I don't know who he is. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, go for it. No, uh, Gareth Wrong. Yeah, you two are right. So yes. yeah, he was a tactical officer and nemesis. Tactical. And it's like literally a brief, brief cameo as well. I watched the clip earlier. Terrible film, son. Brief tactical. Brief. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay having starred in things such as Band of Brothers and Robin Hood aboard the Orville he's known as Lieutenant Gordon Malloy but oh, did Scott Malloy. Grimes have a cameo appearance aboard the Enterprise ooh ooh no is that a yes or a no um which series I'm not saying Come on. Um, What's the Enterprise? Malloy, it's not, it's not Deep Enterprise. Space Nine. Nine? Not Deep nine. Space Nine, not Voyager. It's, nine, it's not Voyager either. Voyager. Couldn't have been the original, so it would have been, if any, Next Generation. Or Enterprise. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, could well have been Enterprise. I think it would have been Enterprise, if any. Yes, Psyched. he was. Yes, he was there. I, Enterprise. Well, does it matter? Did you just have to say yes? We don't, don't know. We yeah, you'd have to know which one. Just. Oh, no, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just wanted to know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with no. No. Ga? No. The answer is yes. It wasn't yes. in Enterprise, though. It was in Next Gen. Really? He played Eric, a friend of Wesley Crusher. He was in one episode, and he had, like, three friend lines. Of Wesley was he young, then? Yeah. Really young. Like a teenager, young. Must have been crazy. Eric. Yeah. She's a fucking... Was Cot, Cot burglar, is she? Old, uh... <laughs> What's her name? Wesley Crusher? Oh, uh, Beverly. Cradle Snatcher. Beverly. 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 <laughs> Friend was your son. See her on Twitter when... Uh, what was his, what's his real name? Wesley Crusher. Uh, uh, Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Will posted like, uh, if anyone tells me to shut up again, I'm going to block them. And Patrick Stewart, come on, so shut up, Wesley. <laughs> yeah. 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 Brilliant. Uh, well, that's what I'm thinking of. Not Eric. Wesley Crusher is a fucking child, isn't he? Yeah. Not a lover. Oh, Sorry. Egg on your face. <laughs> Moving onwards. Uh, okay. In South Park, he's depicted as a drunk Australian that wants to fight, but did Russell Crowe play a Starfleet Admiral in Star Trek The Final Frontier? Yeah, so that would be the one when they look for God. Barrow said yes. When we were looking at it, when we were watching that, great. isn't that Russell Crowe? I can't remember that happening. I'm going to say yes. That's so fucking random. It can't. Fighting be. around the world. Fighting around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it has to be true because of how absurd that it is. Okay. Are you going yeah. with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't know why that was. Funny. Yeah, yeah, I'll go for that. Fuck no, he wasn't. Oh, wow. Did you say what yes as well? Question. Yeah, I said yeah. We all lose a point. Oh, don't yeah. get a point on that. I, I actually thought you were just all just going to go, no. <laughs> that one. <laughs> didn't expect you to fall for it. Well, anyway. it could be true because, like, what, what, what was that one? Oh, mind you, fucking Final Frontier was like yeah, the 80s. Yeah, it was Crikey. Crikey. Fire up the moon, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Warp speed. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, I've got any space tinnies. 
Moving swiftly onwards. Uh, okay. Seth MacFarlane, famous for creating Family Guy and most recently being Ed Mercer of yes. But did he ever don a Starfleet uniform? Nope. Yeah. Oh, if he did, he would be in Enterprise. Yes, he did, and he was in Enterprise. Was he? Fuck. Yep. Brief Correct. cameo. Did you say yes or no? Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Edson okay. Rivers. <gasps> oh, shit, then bollocks, and will you Jeez. Crikey. So Tom Tom jumps up a pint. Edson point. Rivers. Garth jumps up a pint. That's your first point guy. Terrible, terrible form. Um, I Okay, carry on. Sorry, I'm just tallying the scores on the doors. Sorry, but... Uh, creator of Robot Chicken and star of many shows and films, Seth Green played an extra in an early episode of Next Gen. True or false? He would have been like four years old in early Next Gen, I would say. He's quite young, isn't he, Seth Green? Yeah. I'm going to say no. Probably wrong again, aren't I? Unless he, unless he was a child, I don't know, that, uh, no. Such a beautiful child. Well, he's friends with Seth MacFarlane and I'm assuming true? with the uh, other guy, Malloy. Uh, so he would have been young. So Malloy. I'm going to say yeah, but he was a kid. No, that's false. <sighs> Never that hurts. So oh. the people who said it was false get a point. Yeah. Yeah, who said it was fault? false? False. Me. And mm. you. Yeah, Gareth, Gareth, you get a point. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Ah, ah. The I man who took his dog to a film premiere instead of a person starred in one of the Star Trek films as Shinzon, the Romulan clone of Picard. Which one? He yeah. was going to take his dog it, it, to Shin, a person. Shinzon is the clone of Picard. You just said that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's Nemesis. He was a Nemesis. I yeah. said this earlier. Yeah, you did. Fucking yeah. hell, I did nah, as well. Nemesis. Yeah. Does anyone else want to say yes to that one? Yeah, well, yeah. you said earlier. <laughs> well, everyone gets a point. Point all round. Participation <laughs> points. Who played his Viceroy? Who's Viceroy? Hmm. Tom Hardy's. I don't Shinzon's know. Shinzon's Viceroy. <laughs> I don't know. Who played his Viceroy's? It's a, it's a name that you all know. I didn't know Martin. this one. Martin. Martin Sheen. I know that name. Martin Sheen. <laughs> Martin Clunes. <laughs> Doc Martin. Doc Martin. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> The guy who plays Cracker and Cracker. Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane, no. no. Russell Crowe. <laughs> no. Is there a jackal? Uh, it was Ron Perlman. Oh. What? <laughs> you know Ron Perlman. Yeah, the guy from Hellboy. Yeah. The old God. Hellboy, not the Stranger Things Hellboy. Yeah. 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 Nobody got that one right then. No, I don't okay. got that one. Dwayne The Rock Johnson made a name for himself in the WWF slash WWE and went on to star in the classic film The Scorpion King. I wouldn't call it a classic. <laughs> I say no, I say that with the most sarcasm in the world, but don't worry about it. But did he ever appear in a Star Trek TV series? No. 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 Wow, you all got that wrong. Wow. He did. Because um, I was expecting someone to say yes, and I was going to give you a bonus point, but he was fighting Seven of Nine in an episode of Voyager. What the fuck, man? What? That's insane. They even oh, done... did he rock bottom? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. it's coming back. Yeah, they had like a massive uh, like ad advertising package for it in between like SmackDown, Why? I think. Why is this? And it was thing? like incredibly cheesy. Wow. But that was that was like it was the early two thousands when like wrestling was starting to bleed into real life acting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like you know, wrestling. Wrestling. That's not wrestling. Okay, uh, I think I've only got four questions left of this now. 
Only four. Only four. <laughs> Lord of the Rings star John Rhys Davis played a hologram aboard Voyager. True or false? True. Who is he in Lord of the Rings? He is Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Gimli! Which one's Gimli? Dwarf. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, what does he play in where? <laughs> <laughs> what does he play in Star Trek? Was a hologram. A, was he a hologram? Yeah. Can I hazard a guess as to where? Uh, okay, you've seen yeah. It's just going to get everyone's answer first. I, uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. And no. Okay, so yeah is the correct answer. So there's a bonus point. What did Thomas say? Sorry. You said yeah. Was oh. he the guy that the doctor was going to publish his book with? No. no. I don't think so, no. Um, I was going to say a bonus point if you can name what historical figure he portrayed. Abe Lincoln. Oh, no, he was um, Da Vinci. He was, yeah. Fucking hell. Jesus, Tom. Yeah, Da Vinci. In a two-part, don't it? Yeah, that was good, that one was. Yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson was Jedi, Qui-Gon Jinn in Star Wars, but did he ever jump ship to Starfleet? Nice, Very particular set of skills. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will find you, and I will assimilate you. Yeah. Liam yeah. Neeson. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. So, sorry. Okay. What, do you, what do you reckon, guys? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. No, he didn't. Oh, he, was never, he was never Fake in Star news. Trek. Fake news. He did have a brief cameo <laughs> in the first season of The Orville, though. Where was he in The Orville? You know the planet that was under a dome and he was flying through yeah, space? Yeah, yeah. He was the captain yes. who left a message for the people who found the ship. Do you remember? Mm. And he was on screen, and it's just Liam Neeson. I'm going to nod, but uh, no, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Desperate Housewives star Terry Hatcher had a thing for beaming people up aboard the Enterprise, true or false? Yes, true. Yeah, that's just so out there that you'd never make that up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's true. She had... Uh, she, she, I don't a, even know who that is. It was a proper Terry Hatcher. I just I don't know who that I is. Just, I know the man. Lois Lane. Yeah, Desperate Housewives. Terry Hatcher. She Yo, Terry must have been desperate. She went all over. I've never seen Desperate Housewives in my life. Superman. Lois Lane. In, Superman. Lois Lane. Yeah, the Adventures of Clark and Lois. Oh, oh, fucking hell. No, I I, I'm with you, Sean. She was like a, a transport operator for one episode. Okay, last question. Sarah Silverman made an appearance in one Star Trek series. Voyager. Is that true? Did that happen? I remember seeing her. Why was she in Star Trek? I didn't know that. She's a comedian, yeah? yeah. I'm going to say Voyager, but I seem pretty certain about that. Just writing off his coattails. I'm going to say no, because everyone else is saying yes. She was in Voyager. Fuck's sake. What's she doing in Voyager? Do, have you got that info? Yeah, she played Rain Robinson in the two-part of Future's End. She was a... Uh, I remember her. Wasn't she uh, some I sort of scientist? Was mm. that, wasn't that her story? I don't know, I remember the episode. I remember the episode. Well, tell no. us what's your favourite. It's been ahead of a long time since I've seen <laughs> you it. You don't remember that? Um, no, but uh, I, I remember I remember it in it. I do, I do. I do. What's that, the uh, scores in the last place? Then, well, in last place, with five points, in last place is myself. Uh, in second place with six points is Abizra, and in first place with nine points is Tom. Star Trek resident Star Trek episode uh, uh, sorry expert I was I had the edge I was yeah. over Borough and then I lost it towards the end uh, th- and that fucking Sarah Silverman question obviously just pushed me right over the back and I lost 
Terrible. She was in an episode of Monk as well, which is a very good episode where she plays uh, Adrian Monk's uh, psychotic fan stalker. Who the fuck is Monk? Monk, you must oh, have seen Monk. It's great. OCD Tony Shalhoub. You know, you know the guy in the first Men in Black film that's an alien that sells illegal weapons and, and he <laughs> yes. blows his head off. And he's in Galaxy <laughs> Quest. That's 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 uh, Monk. Ironically enough, he's in Galaxy Quest, which yes. is kind of like a reference uh, to Star Trek within itself. So this film, actually ties in perfectly. That film is great. Yeah, Galaxy Quest is great. It's got uh, Alan Rickman in it as well. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. It's an impulse. T- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. So Dead, what's, what's, what's that mean? Uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Next podcast is uh, Harry Potter. Oh, I don't. I'd rather fucking. <laughs> Henry Pizzler. I'd rather join Alan Henry Rickman. Henry Pizzler and the, cha- and the Chamber of Malice. Henry Pizzler and the Return to Tomato Island. I think Brilliant I'm busy films. on that day. Brilliant films. Return to Tomato Island's my favourite. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, I like so, the one when he died. <laughs> That's a bit dark, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, let's not talk about Harry Potter. So, oh, um, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, that, does that bring us to the conclusion of the uh, episode? Yeah, we we discussed Star Trek. We came to no conclusion about anything whatsoever. What, what conclusion would we supposed to come to, though? I don't know. A gen- general con- consensus of everyone is beautiful and <laughs> should be nice to everyone. Apart from robots, apparently. All right. Not so, what's nice. what's the best track then? You said Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, Nine, hands down. Uh, Next generation. Next gen. Do yourselves a favor and watch. I I am enjoying Deep Space yeah. Nine at the you, minute. It's proper serialized, and you. I, I, lean, I lean to next gen but I really enjoyed these first nine when it was on the telly I might have to watch it again them two both together we'll say did you, yeah they are Star them, them Trek them two for me that's, that's Star Trek yeah yeah I think Voyager and Enterprise can do one because I think they're shit personally yeah. original series aside um, for me the, the definitive in, uh, enjoyment factor as well of Star Trek would be next generation D Space Nine for myself yeah yeah, yeah. Who's your favourite captain, Zan? It'd be Picard and, and uh, uh, Picard. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be Janeway. We leave it at that. <laughs> Picard then Cisco, but I'd rather Deep Space Nine. If Picard was on Deep Space Nine, that'd be awesome. No love, no love for Slog. Captain Slog. Captain uh, Slog. Yeah, he's all right. I enjoyed his earlier Slug, episodes. Yeah. I've noticed if you're not sure about something, just say, "Oh, I like the earlier stuff." <laughs> Yeah, most, most definite hipster yeah. answer. Like. Yeah, you, you you wouldn't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's underground before they were big. Yeah. So Star Trek, good stuff, tidy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I like uh, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. good show, good show. Sorry, good show. Sorry. Um, so yeah, we haven't decided on another topic to do next, so we'll probably just announce that after this episode um, via our various social media platforms. To... Yeah, all social media platforms at Steakcast. Do you want to? Tell us what beers you had today. I didn't have a beer oh, myself. Oh, shit, snap, fam. Yeah, so let's, I've go been, for it. let's go for it. I've been chugging my way through uh, a whole bunch of... I was in Newport earlier, so I popped into Tiny Rebel to pick up a bunch of Tiny Rebel brews. Uh, so I've been flattered on Tiny Rebel. I've drunk a lot, actually. Um, I had the Tiny Rebel pump up the jam. The jam, yet the, the artificial the jam donut flavor. Jam donut one. I, yeah, had, yeah. I had the um, rhubarb and custard sour, which wasn't very sour. Again, very sweet. It was all right. And um, the... Hang on. Tiny Rebel collaboration with Le Brassier du Mont Salive. That's a French. I have probably a fucking said that wrong. You <laughs> imperialist pig. Um, mango milkshake collab. Uh, and to cap it off, we had the uh, uh, Bradgy Turtlol. 
Um, I'm not even going to try and say the Welsh way. It's crazy peacock. Um, but they do crazy pick, peacock. pick the Welsh words as, as their children. Can I just say, uh, of no relation to no. the popular UK clothing uh, Absolutely not. company? No. <laughs> um, um, we had the recent Tutfest 6. I bought a shitload of this and a shitload of glow in the dark, which is their stout, and I drank all that. So we're also supposed to break out the Game of Thrones Tully whiskey, which we didn't. Probably a bit late now. And uh, I'll have some before we go. You, you can do that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, we'll be drinking that. Uh, Budweiser Prohibition, I did. I like, I like that. I like it's that. All right, it's all right. It's nice. It's all right. Budweiser Prohibition. It's cheap as well. Prohibition's it's a good uh, good idea for a cast. Just checking out there. I will do a Prohibition cast, absolutely. Oh, quickly, what was your verdict on the um, Eagle Banana? Bread I've been beer? on the... Uh, has that been taken over? Yeah, I've been on the re- re- reimagined uh, Banana Bread beer, uh, which is now a... Eagle Brewery, and there's no mention of the Wells Company on there, which I did look into, but I can't actually remember. They bought it out. I think it's always been Eagle, though. I think that's always been around there. Uh, just Wells has totally gone altogether now. I look into that. Um, I've got a brewed Galvis juice, which I've not had for years, and I just fancied one. Um, and I've got a really classic Tiny Rebel Kutch um, in a bottle. Uh, very classic. Uh, Kicking it old school. Yeah. So is, is that Eagle Banana Bread the same as the Wells one? It's exactly the same. It's it's, it's just uh, shift over to... Taken pe- over, like. Purely Eagle now, not okay. Wells. Yes, yeah, purely Eagle. The, the artwork on it is shitter than... It is the terrible. It's, it's, not, it's, it's just like a, a Vector logo. It looks they should, cheap. Yeah. They should have kept the classic logo. It was lovely, the other one was, yeah. Clip art, that is. Clip art pro. Yeah. <laughs> Clip art. So yeah, I think that, that wraps us. I think on, Rich uh, has been on the seven up in Ribena. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, have yeah. <laughs> drive in today. Most uh, deaf. Thank you, Ralph. So uh yeah, I think we're gonna bring this episode to a close. And uh yeah, we hope to uh see you again in the next Low, one. Lower next shields fight. and power down the nacelles. Fire up the torpedoes, yeah. Nice. Full spread. Full spread. <laughs> 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 <laughs>